more variety. The city is alive on 97.3. There can be no other 97.3. No need to change. Keep it tuned to city. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 97.3 Unleashing the power of relevant radio This is City 97.3 The City Breakfast Show
629 Welcome to Monday, December 5 2022 This is the City Breakfast Show Live on your dial 97.3 FM My name is Nathan Carr Sitting in for Bernard Avlet This afternoon I'm bringing you the biggest breakfast in town This is the City Breakfast Show. Join us on 0549-986-996. On Twitter, City973. Hashtag CityCBS. If you are listening to us outside the jurisdiction, then it must be via citynewsroom.com. Start off with our business sense. Brought to us by ADB. If your salary goes through ADB, there's wonderful news for you. They've got the Payday Plus that gives you access to about 10,000 CDs or 80% of your next net monthly salary. And there's no interest on repayment within 30 days and your money hits your account the same day. You can call Meredith on 0243-273-369 or now on 0244-284-197. ADB truly a Greek and more. Now, business sense today comes from Seth Golden, who says leadership is the art of giving people a platform for spreading ideas that work. Leadership is the art of giving people a platform for spreading ideas that work. So, leadership is not where you law things over people, it's not where you tell people I'm the boss. But it's where you allow people to spread ideas that work. Where you allow them to express thoughts and opinions and perspectives that probably you may have missed. And once those perspectives or ideas work, it's all for the team. That's when you are showing leadership. Remember that another task of a leader is to generate more leaders and to take people to new levels. How do you do that? By creating a platform that allows people to spread ideas that way that's our business sense for the morning monday december 5 a brand new week brand new opportunity to win and succeed business is brought to us by adb truly a greek and more the newspaper review comes up next this is the city breakfast we'll be right back don't go anywhere is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3 Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973 and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Go ahead, man. 
634. Welcome to the newspaper review. Mr. Wendell has freedom. Brought to us by Fidelity Bank, and Fidelity Bank is giving you the Sikaboom promo. A sure way of winning 100,000 CDs. As the grand prize, all you have to do is uh, get to your Fidelity Bank, open an account. If you have one, keep that account running. Deposit and maintain 300 CDs and multiples of it in that account every month in the promo period to qualify. And you're a winner. Fidelity Bank, believe with us. And the segment is also brought to us by Total Energies. Three-time Petroleum Company of the Year Award winner from the CRMG. These days, they are in the CRMG's Hall of Fame for Petroleum. And they are saying that despite all the big things they've done, they will still keep on doing big things for you. They will keep giving you exciting and innovative products and services that meets your expectations so please keep being friends with total energies and the segment is also brought to us by kel Chaco toothpaste kel Chaco toothpaste happy smile you can send in your messages on 0549-986-996 the newspaper review is upon us Let me welcome the guys. Godfrey Akotoboa friend Richard Delasca. Guys, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Charlie, 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 Charlie. We are going. There's nothing good about it. We know where we are going. Watching my football. Then GT. Finance minister comes to do his own <laughs> fellow Ghanaians. <laughs> and then just kills my evening. We are going. Hmm. We know where we are going. We do we together. we know how. We know we will get are you hmm. what's that because me the question is so are you supposed to you don't know the lyrics to the song that is oh, not the issue can you not hear what i'm saying at this time it is lyrics that concerns you yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know it <laughs> you know what the song is <laughs> they are interested in the lyrics 
No, 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 no. Let me tell you something on the front page. <laughs> Government <laughs> outlines debt exchange program. You call it whatever it is you want. Sophisticated days. It is what it is. Today they say some announcement is coming. We are waiting. Let's come and call it debt something again. Government outlines debt exchange program seeks to reduce high public debt. Mm-hmm. Treasury bills safe. Ayo. Wasi results best in eight years president. Okay. <laughs> Upgrade Council of State to Upper Chamber Kujato. Okay. Okay. Let me take you to the Chronicle newspaper. Big story says Prime Ningo Ritual Killer smoked out after the Chronicle publication. I see. Also on the front page this morning, Akufuado elated over 2022 Wasi results. And how will Ghana's debt be restructured? Oforiata says Treasury bills are exempted. No haircut. On principal bonds. Mm. Front page of the Herald newspaper says um, economic hardship to eat away pensions, bonds, and insurance. Finance Minister Biuji Governor tell heads of financial institutions in secret meeting. Slausu mm. and Napupu Takufado's leadership in doubt. Baumia's aid slams them for abandoning parliament for World Cup. Opunia and Agongo lawyers demand constitutional interpretation on Justice Wanyanuga's continuous stay despite retirement. The final newspaper says this morning, T-Bills domestic bond principles protected from impact of debt exchange to be launched today. Fund to be set up to support financial sector. Also on the front page this morning, 2022, WASI, WAIC withholds combined results of some 149,615 students or candidates. These are in the areas of some four mm. core subjects also debt restructuring to reduce interest cost bedding front page of the republic press Mahama chides world cup mps and this was uh, regarding the mps who are in qatar <laughs> enjoying themselves enjoying themselves when budget business had to be done here Imagine. today you are telling us about something something Imagine. uh extreme region very sad story boy 22 behest stepmother grandfather oh. hey. over we toffee at Kofodia, Ekufado justifies free senior high school budget and raging fire in NPP as Kenya Japan runs amok. The Daily Analyst says this morning, Ekufado begs Ghanaians to support 2023 budget to save the national economy. Also on the front page this morning, Ekufado, government engaged in reckless spending according to his predecessor, John Dramani Mahama. And then also we are told that HSWU battles government over haircut on pensions. Let me give you a headline from the Inquista newspaper on the Capital Bank case. says that Bentel, that's Kofi Bentel, thumbs up AG's department of a good deal for state. Mm. <laughs> the new crusading guy says this morning. Capital Bank case. Why AG accepts Ato Asian's uh, settlement? And some other stories on the front page. Finally, from me, the front page of the BNFT says banking industry defies economic downturn so far as total assets hit 42% of GDP in October. Economic activity slowed down amid tighter monetary policy stands. Okay, if you go online, uh, citynewsroom.com says government slashes interest payments for domestic bonds to zero percent in 2023 on domestic debt exchange no haircut on treasury bills principal bonds that's according to the government mm. don't dare touch our pensions mm-hmm. health service workers won the government mekufado um, justifies increase in free shs budget and mahama slams irresponsible mpp mps who abandoned budget debate 
over Qatar. So Charlie, it looks like... Kick a bit kick a bit of jump out of punch. Yes, yes, yes. If I tell the MPs in Anyway, citybusinesses.com. Government debt exchange. No haircut on treasury bills and principal bonds. So that story is dead. MPA directs OMCs to increase UPPF and bust margin on fuel effective December 1. Okay, and there are other stories there. Court of Appeal justifies BOG's appointment of Nidodu mm-hmm. as receiver of Unibank. And then there's the other story. Customs Division of GRA charged to enforce ban on grain. So mm-hmm. that's an update that came some time back. If you go to um, citysportsonline.com, there are some World Cup stories. Giroud, Mbappe, fire France into quarters and other World Cup stories. Plus, an opinion piece, Bernardo Serra writes, what went wrong for black stars mm. in Qatar? Okay. And build a positive mindset. Ex-black stars head coach Otoado tells Ghanaians. If you go to majoronline.com they also have the um government debt exchange story on t-bills and all and current system not effective enough to mobilize more revenue that's according to jan kwanza jan kwanza and then if you go international the bbc also has um, a raft of stories and they say inside the capital taken hostage by brutal gangs they are talking about that's a feature from haiti Mm -hmm. and oil prices rise as cap on russian crude looms okay and construction to begin on world's biggest telescope. Plus other World Cup stories. England beat Senegal to set up France quarter final. Okay, let me just take you quickly to the Daily Graphics front page where the government is outlining its debt exchange yes. program. Sorry <laughs> by Maxwell. Kalaria Dombila says that the government has settled on a softer payment plan with institutions and individuals who have lent money to the country as part of efforts to reduce the burden the public debt stock puts on the economy. The plan, which is in line with the government's commitment to restore macroeconomic stability in the shortest possible time, involves the swapping of existing domestic bonds with longer-dated bonds that would take between 4 and 14 years to mature in 2037. This means the extension of the repayment period for the bonds issued and held locally to allow for staggered and phased p- payment of both the interest and the principal. So now this plan is known as the Ghana Domestic Debt Exchange Program. Okay. And what will happen is to see domestic bondholders being asked to exchange their instruments mm-hmm. for new ones. Now the minister has also indicated that the government has been working hard to minimize the impact of the domestic debt exchange on investors holding government bonds, particularly small investors, individuals, and other vulnerable groups. So in line with that, treasury bills have been completely exempted and all holders will be paid the full value of their investments on maturity they have also announced that a financial stability fund was being established by the government with the help of development partners to provide liquidity support for banks pension funds insurance companies fund managers and collective investment schemes to ensure that they were able to meet the obligations to their clients as they felt due then they talk about soes it has pledged government's commitment to continue to strengthen its oversight of all soes especially those in the financial and the energy sector let, okay. let me understand something so in somewhere in there there was reference to inability in a very subtle way on the part of the financial institutions in Ghana to honor the obligations as they fall due and that we have to rely on external support. Is that the understanding I'm trying to I will wait for Bernard. Okay. Okay. Well, while you... Just hold on on for me. So, in line with that, Uh this on citynewsroom.com, the government has slashed interest payments for domestic bondholders to 0% in 2023 and pegged 2024 interest payments at 5%. The government has, however, announced that there will be no haircuts on the principal of bonds, adding that individuals with government bonds will have their full investments upon maturity. Now, this was um, Mm. 
detailed in a, a public address that was done last night by the finance minister and he said oh he said the government would ensure that people's investments uh, would be safe he further announced that interest payments for domestic bondholders for 2024 would be pegged at um, only five percent adding that from 2025 the rate increases to 10 percent so <laughs> all of that is part. <laughs> all of that is part of the debt exchange. So that's, so that's the term. It is a debt exchange program. Well, let me just give two other stories before you go to other stories. Skype. Okay. Banking industry is defying the economic downturn. That's on page three of the BNFT. And according to the BOG boss, robust health in the banking sector. So uh, the value of banking industry assets grew by 43% between October 2021 and October 2022 to hit 249 billion Ghana cities, which is 42% of revised uh, GDP outrun of 592 billion. But also on page two of the paper says that economic activity slowed down amid tighter monetary policy stance. And this is by Joshua Wallasi Amlanu. So you can get a copy of the BNFT. BNFT, mm. good morning. Uh, and then get... Okay. Uh, details. Let me take you to the publisher, the new publisher this morning. Mm, the um, new publisher. The new publisher. Ah. Charlie, the people, I don't know why. <laughs> Everybody has something new. Now, there's a story here that says that government has not paid us since 2018, according to road contractors. Still dealing with the question of debt. The Association of uh, Contractors is lamenting government's reluctance in settling debt owed to them since 2018. Members say the situation is really affecting their livelihoods and taking a toll on their health and businesses and uh, rather frustrating the entirety of their lives. Now, Vice Chairman for the Association, Stephen Atachi, uh, while speaking on uh, Akuma FM's weekend political show, uh, Wunsum, um, which was uh, also telecast on Onia Television on Saturday, uh, December 3, revealed that most of their members are out of business and traumatized due to enormous financial burden uh, on them as they also took huge loans to execute government uh, projects across the country. Now, the road contractors who sounded disgruntled told uh, the host of the show that since 2018, government hasn't paid a penny to us and he owes us millions of dollars. Why? Well, the government is a he. Now, the amount, <laughs> the amount is as a result of delayed payment and accumulation of interest on certificates locked up at the sector ministry. I mean, look, the fact is that things are looking really, really, really bad. Really, really, really bad. And it is sad that the people who drove us here and MPs from both sides are also involved ministers the people in government they should not be allowed to have the luxury of time to be doing all kinds of things that they are doing in town well, or outside the country well, they, they are doing things and it's on the front page of the republic press mm. where the former president is not very happy about it says that muhammad chai's world cup mps former president john ramani muhammad has taken swipes at members of parliament from the majority caucus and cabinet ministers who chose to fly to qatar to chair the black stars at the ongoing world cup at the expense of their parliamentary duties mr muhammad addressing the 13th congregation of the Accra business school over the weekend described the behavior of the mpp mps as an unprecedented dereliction of duty in the history of this country. Quote, in the wake of all these disturbing happenings, government MPs and cabinet ministers seem to have no interest in appearing as the people's representatives to debate the government's own budget of 2023. Many have rather chosen and have been permitted to go on vacation to go and cheer the black stars. In fact, we need to find out whether they were given permission to go mm -hmm. and who authorized their leaving the jurisdiction. No, what I'm saying is that we need to find out because mm -hmm. the people who even granted the permission they should be ashamed of themselves.
Mm. It is as if they don't they almost name a breast so I own. Like, do, do you understand what I'm saying? That's improved, though. Anyway, Dr. Kabiru Mahama, he's mm. also said the same thing. He's a technical advisor at the office of the vice president and he has condemned some of the cabinet ministers and NPP MPs who abandoned parliamentary work to chair the Black Stars in Qatar. Okay, let me take you to the new crusading guy. There's a story here, big story, on what has been unfolding before the courts in the matter of the Capital Bank um, case. Now, information gathered by this paper indicates that the Court of Appeal granted an adjournment of the case involving the founder of the now defunct Capital Bank, William Atuesian, and two others to allow the parties, that is the Attorney General and the accused persons, to discuss the exact amount to be paid and to address the court. Now, documents available to this paper stated the lawyers of William Atuesian had written to the Attorney General proposing for terms of settlement. Now, this uh, the said letter, dated the 5th of October 2022, was proposed to bring the matter to a closure. Now, the accused, William Atuesian, is in the letter acknowledged. Um, no, the accused, William Atuesian, uh, in the letter acknowledged the total sum of 57,500,000 Ghana CDs, which is the sum disputed on the ground that it has not been established from the evidence before the court. We have some WASI results that are looking very good according to the latest numbers. you find that on page 16 mm-hmm. of the Daily Graphic. It says that the 2022 West Africa Senior Examinations result are Ghana's best in the last eight years, according to the president. So, okay. quote, indeed, the free senior high school has, been systema- has seen systematic improvement over the pre-free SHS era. President Kufadu shared his observation of the 17th anniversary of Opokwai School in uh, Kumase last Saturday, stressing that the 2022 WASI results of those students which he preferred to call the Kufadu graduates were splendid. Okay, now the president at, at the same place um, has, or he justified the increased allocation for the free SHS policy in okay. the 2023 budget, despite the country's. Uh, current state of battling a severe economic crisis and he hailed the positive impact of the free shs policy as well so so, so we have not sat down to think about how to review that policy to make it more meaningful like this whole idea of everybody should go to school free when we should actually target the poorest of the poor we are not thinking about that we still think that in these times uh, charlie everybody should go hmm. Charlie, him too behind. Be like this one, it'd be two point zero. <laughs> anyway, let's do some politics. Uh, a lot seems to be happening in the okay. MPP. Uh, the Republic Press has that story. Uh, quite a few other papers also have it. But let me take it from the Republic Press, and it's on page three, hmm. where Kennedy Japon is. Uh, he has a nice photo. There says that NPP presidential hopeful Kennedy Japon has chastised Vice President Baumia over. The country's current economic woes. Okay. Mr. Japan accused Baumia of abandoning his duty of helping to fix the problems of the country and resorted to giving economic theories. Yeah. Uh, in a leaked audio recording that has gone viral on social media, the central MPP legislator has heard a misapplause chiding the vice president, claiming he was being bullied by the finance minister. Oh, I see. Let, let me take you to uh, a story that I saw uh, that I thought that we should look at. Oh, uh, mm. uh, the story is now missing. Where, where? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, if you, let me give you a couple of football stories. Uh, two quick ones. Otado uh, on the back page of the Daily Graphic says, GFA not ready to replace Otado now. Okay. The GFA has to say it will not rush into naming a successor for, to Otado after he confirmed last Saturday that he was stepping down as Black Stars coach and returning to his regular job okay. at Borussia Dortmund. GFA President Ket Simon Okroku told the Daily Graphic of the FA will take his time to consider the options available to engage the key stakeholders, including the government, before arriving at the best candidate for the job. Earlier, the FA Vice President Marcado told the media that the football regulatory body would wait first for the technical report from Coach Otado to be laid before the FA's decision-making executive council mm-hmm. for deliberation before initiating. But <clears throat> today, I'll ha- I have plenty of questions for the GF and the sports okay. minister. Ah, uh-huh. okay. yeah. But now that we can ask all the questions, yeah, I have questions. Yes, yeah, Scott, did you find the story? Well, no, for some reason, I've <laughs> looked through the papers. I, saw well, okay. I was just about reviewing it, and something else came okay. up. Okay, well, um, uh, all right, then, then, then let, let me give you one quick okay. story there okay. from Haiti. So, uh, there's a feature uh, put together by uh, put together by Ola. Garen, or like Garen writes for the BBC, mm-hmm. and the title is Haiti Inside the Capital City Taken Hostage by Brutal Gang. So, for those who have been following the news, there's been a lot of instability mm-hmm. in Haiti in the last few weeks yep. or months. It's a field so. And uh, oh. gangs have taken uh, their place in terms of holding the city hostage and mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. And so, this very interesting feature just breaks the situation down mm-hmm. for those who are interested. All right, guys, thank you so much. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, Godfrey. That was the newspaper review. <laughs> we are going. Mm. Heaven knows where we are going, mm. and we know we will get there. Get there. Mm. <laughs> Coming up next is the city business news. This is the city breakfast show, the city's biggest conversation. Six fifty-seven. So listen to the City Breakfast Show. Um, coming up next is the City Business News brought to us by Goyle. And Goyle is making things easy. You can use mobile money to pay when you go and buy your fuel at their service stations. Visit all their social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to learn more. Goyle, good energy. Go on. Access Bank is also bringing us the City Business News and they are partnering with Graphic Communications to bring you the 2022 SME Fair. Happening each day... Well, happening Thursday 8th and Friday 9th uh, December and it starts at 10 a.m. each day and it's happening at the AMA Gardens just get there and buy great products at hugely discounted prices across several areas call 0800-004400 for more info access bank more than banking and the city business news is also brought to us by MTN and Enterprise Life. Let's get into the city business news. Netele Net is here.
Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goyle Enterprise Life, your advantage, Access Bank more than banking, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, bondholders to lose interest payments for next year as Finance Minister gives details of debt exchange program. Also, the Governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Ernest Addison, optimistic the debt exchange program will bring some confidence in the economy. Let's settle for the details now. Government has slashed interest payments for domestic bondholders to 0% in 2023 and pegged 2024 interest payments at 5%. It has, however, announced that there will be no haircut on the principle of bonds, adding that individuals with government bonds will have their full investments upon maturity. Interest payments for domestic bondholders for 2024 will be pegged at only 5%, adding that from 2025 the rate increases to 10%. These measures form part of Ghana's domestic debt exchange program as it works towards securing an IMF deal. Here's the Finance Minister Ken Furiata providing more perspective on the arrangement. Under the domestic exchange program, domestic bondholders will be asked to exchange their instruments for new ones. Existing domestic bonds as of 1st December 2022 will be exchanged for a set of four new bonds maturing in 2027, 2029, 2032, and 2037. The annual coupon on all these new bonds will be set at 0% in 2023, 5% in 2024, and 10% from 2025 until maturity. Coupon payments will be semi-annual. Our commitment to Ghanaians and the investor community in line with negotiations with the IMF is to restore macroeconomic stability in the shortest possible time and enable investors to realize the benefits of this debt exchange. The government of Ghana has been working hard to minimize the impact of the domestic debt exchange on investors holding government bonds, particularly small investors, individuals, and other vulnerable groups. In line with this, Treasury bills are completely exempted and all holders will be paid the full value of their investments on maturity. There will be no haircut on the principle of bonds. Individual holders of bonds will also not be affected. The government recognizes that our financial institutions hold a substantial proportion of these bonds. As such, the potential impact of this exchange on the financial sector has been assessed by their respective regulators. That was Finance Minister Ken Furiata. Meanwhile, Governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Ernest Addison, has expressed optimism that the proposed debt exchange program will bring some confidence into the economy as well as enhance the effort of the bank in controlling inflation. Speaking at the annual dinner of the Chartered Institute of Bankers Ghana, Dr. Addison assured of the central bank's support to banks to provide them with additional liquidity during the exercise. In addition, the near-term adoption of the IMF program who provide us with some balance of payment support to help close the wide financing gaps, boost investor confidence and resource stability. To a large extent, the measuring effects of the pandemic has waned and implementation of the sound framework amid easing geopolitical tensions should help reinforce inflation expectations 
The bank will continue to implement prudent policies as much as practicable to restore price and exchange rate stability. In addition, the regulatory and monetary frameworks will be enhanced, whilst the bank's risk management systems are closely monitored to ensure stability and prevent undue stress from the macroeconomic environment and their exchange. Let me repeat and give assurance to the banks that we will be ready to support the industry with additional liquidity and capital support in the impending debt exchange exercise. That was the Governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Ernest Addison. Government is being urged to put in place more interventions to help it businesses add value to the country's exports. This, according to economist and research lead with GCB Capital, Karaj Boti, will help boost trade. Latest figures from the Bank of Ghana indicates that Ghana's total balance of trade recorded a surplus of $1.87 billion in the first 10 months of the year. The surplus recorded is higher than the $1.2 billion recorded during the same time in 2021. Karaj Boti has been speaking to City Business News. Oh yes, I mean definitely more has to be done because for whatever uh, 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 trade receipts we have received, 14.3 billion, we could have received more than more than two times, three times, or sometimes even quadruple that if we are adding value to our exports. Really, um, of course, there is the the other export component of of our total export, which goes into the non-traditional exports and all of that. There is still a lot more we can do in that space also to enhance our export value. So for whatever positive there is, and of course, we've been really recording trades of blood, I believe, since 2016. So it tells you we've turned the tides a bit from the period where we were recording trade deficit to now trade surplus. But with a focus on import substitution industrialization and in the free zones initiative and attracting the right kind of investment, like the integrated aluminium and bauxite industry that is being created. If we do that and do that well, we wouldn't have to export bauxite to anyone in its raw form again. So there is still a lot of value to be generated from that. But most importantly, trade and services. We need to look at that sector. It requires some deliberate national effort to look at some of the services we can provide locally that was economist and lead research with GCB Capital Courage Booty. President Akufado has expressed optimism in the measures his government is making to restore fiscal discipline in the, in the economy. The president maintains that the expenditure cuts as captured in the 2023 budget statement presented by the finance minister Ken Furiata is an indication that his government is working efficiently to bring back the economy to its feet. Speaking at the 38th National Farmers' Day celebration, he said his government will do more to build back the economy. The fiscal adjustment is invested not only on the revenue side, but also on the expenditure side. Government is proposing including a lowering of the capital transfer to earmark fund from 25% to 17.5%. Review of government flagship program to reflect the relevance, promote efficiency, and ensure value for money. Continue with a 30% cut in the salaries of the president, ministers, deputy ministers, MNDCs, and political office holders, including those in state-owned 
enterprise, manage public sector wage negotiations and hiring within budgetary constraints, and integrate the public procurement approval processes with gifting and budget allocation. There are other key public expenditure measures we seek to demonstrate government's burden sharing in addressing the economic challenges facing us. That was President Akufuado. The Importers and Exporters Association of Ghana is warning of an imminent collapse of many businesses should governments go ahead and increase VAT by 2.5%. The finance minister during the presentation of the 2023 budget indicated that an increase is expected to yield 2.7 billion, 2.7 billion Ghana cities. However, the importers say such a decision will only collapse businesses which are already struggling under the current economic crisis. Samson Asaki is the general secretary of the association and he's been speaking to City Business News. To see government trying to introduce uh, another layer of taxes, especially the 2.4, the 2.5 increment on the VAT, making it 15%. If you add the get fund, if you add the health insurance percentage, if you add the COVID-19, it's running to about 19.9%. I mean, 21, sorry, 21.9%. And that is so expensive. That is, is, is going to lead to total loss of jobs in this country. In fact, I have spoken to some people they, they, who tell me, that, look, they have their business in Africa and, and Togo, and they are, they are planning to relocate. Many have even gone. So if when we are saying that we don't understand why the, v, the 2023 budget, uh, after the, the strike in Kumasi, after the strike in Accra, after the president make time to meet business people, market women, Gupta and others, at the end of the day, we rather what we thought we were going to see a, a tax reduction. The special levy, 2% is still running in our books. COVID-19 is back, which is the 1% that, that was abolished in 2017. And, and there is so much is on the business community. That was the General Secretary of the Importers and Exporters Association of Ghana, Samson Asaki, a wing of it. Now on the interbank foreign exchange market where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar remained unchanged and is selling at 13 cities, 11 pesos. The British pound also remained unchanged and is selling at 16 cities, 1 peso. The euro gained 1 peso and is selling at 13 cities, 75 pesos. However, at some forex bureaus, the dollar is selling at 14 cities, 55 pesos. The British pound is selling at 17 cities, 10 pesos. And the euro at 15 cities, 50 pesos. Let's now join Gideon Amuniche of Databank for the latest updates on the bonds market. Last week, the stock market indices closed higher week on week, driven by price increase in Ben Soyo Palm Plantation. Bensoyo Palm Plantation traded higher by 5 pesos to 765 pesos. New Gold, on the contrary, lost 9 cities to 256 cities 80 pesos. Accordingly, the year-to-date loss of the Ghana Stock Exchange Composite Index declined to 11.68%, while the year-to-date loss of the DSI 20 Index reduced to 13.28%. This week, based on the bids and offers outstanding, we forecast Bensoyo Palm Plantation to make more gains. On the other hand, we tip Cow Bank's price to decline due to the excess supply of the stock on the market. That was Gideon Amwenichi of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goal, Access Bank More Than Banking, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Netelinete Ajaho. Have a good business day.
Enterprise Life, it's possible to live your best life. Ladies, enjoy cover for your lifestyle with Bloom, life insurance for today's woman. Families, let's safeguard your well-being with a family income security plan because family matters. And for you, live freely with our funeral finance plan unlimited with no restrictions, no limits as you cover your loved ones and yourself. WhatsApp us on 0554-001-924 or call 0307-084-444 for your solution. Enterprise, your advantage. <laughs> Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Seven fourteen. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Coming up next is kickoff. Brought to us by Lecheho. You need to update your records with your Ghana card at Lecheho. Remember, the Ghana card is now the only accepted ID for all financial transactions. So, if you can't do that, you won't be served quicker, you won't be served better, you have problems. Send a WhatsApp message to 0574065958 or 0302208333. Lecheho lets improve lives interesting weekend of sports the world cup's round of 16 began in earnest all kinds of interesting results players showing up to the plate star boys shining there are so many games to be played today and tomorrow what's happening to the black stars will they find a head coach anytime soon all of that and more Coming up next on kickoff on the City Breakfast Show. Brought to us by Lecheho. Daniel Cranting is here. It's time for kickoff. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. It's time for kickoff here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Daniel Cranting. In the headlines, former Black Stars head coach Otuado has some choice words for Ghanaians after Ghana exits from the FIFA World Cup in Brazil. Are in action against South Korea today in the round of 16 of the FIFA World Cup. start off with some FIFA World Cup round of 16 action in the Netherlands. They beat USA by three goals to one in the round of 16 to book a place in the quarterfinals. Let's hear from Netherlands midfielder Frankie de Jong speaking after the game. 
Very happy, very happy that we're, uh, that we're true to the quarterfinals, yes. I think uh, in the counter-attacks we, we damaged them a lot. Uh, I think our fullbacks did a really great job. Memphis was great today, so uh, we're happy with that. Now we see it game, game by game, so now we're thinking about the quarterfinals. Tonight we will see who's going to be our opponent and then we'll prepare again. You had Netherlands midfielder Frankie de Jong speaking there. The Netherlands will face Argentina after Lionel Messi's side beat Australia by two goals to one in the round of 16 on Saturday. On Sunday, it was a Kylian Mbappé brace that led France, defending champions France, to a 3-1 win over Poland. England, thanks to goals from Jordan Henderson, Harry Kane and Bukayo Saka, dispatched Senegal by three goals to nil. Let's hear from England manager Gareth Southgate speaking after the game. Um, I think the ruthlessness of our execution, um, but the way the team worked off the ball and without the ball, I think in the end we were a bit sticky with the ball in the first 25-30 minutes. Um, Senegal had a lot of energy, they pressed well, their shape was good and really our best opportunities came from winning the ball from them and I thought Jude and uh, Hendo in particular were outstanding in that, in that aspect of the game. Well they were outstanding obviously f for the goal. Um, that was a was that something to a degree you'd been working on getting them into forward positions well they're both forward running forward thinking midfield players um hendo doesn't get many for us but you know it, it, I, I think he's been outstanding it, 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 he's such a leader he knits the team together around the camp he's brilliant and uh, i think his performances have been top draw for us that was england manager gareth southgate speaking there let's hear from goal scorer on the day jordan henderson I thought it was a good performance, to be fair. Um, I thought it was a strong performance. A couple of half chances, I think they had early doors, but I think from, from after that, we took control of the game. Once we scored the goal, I thought it went from strength to strength, and it was a really professional performance. Clean sheet is big, and I thought the desire without the ball was really good tonight. So, um, a lot of positives, but still room for improvement. I'm thinking getting the box, yeah. I just told him that there was a one earlier in the game where he fired across for, for Bacayo, and I said I was on for the cutback, so... Thankfully, he listened for that one, and it was a great, it was a great pullback, and I uh, just guided in the corner. Thankfully, for me, it's, to me, a contribution to the team is to sacrifice everything, give everything when I'm out there playing, keep the intensity and energy levels high, you know, work as hard as I possibly can without the ball, and try and help others around us do the do the same. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy, but I can still improve. I can still be better in certain moments within the game, but it's nice to, to be on the pitch to contribute. Yeah. You had England midfielder Jordan Henderson speaking there. The FIFA World Cup round of 16 continues today. Japan will take on Croatia at 3 p.m. Then at 7 p.m. will be powerhouses Brazil against South Korea. Moving on, former Black Stars head coach Otuado has hit out at Ghanaians over what he deems as a show of negativity during his tenure as Black Stars head coach. The 47-year-old lashed out at critics in a post-game presser where he announced um, he will honor his word to leave the Black Stars head coach role. Otuado will next focus on his coaching job at German Bundesliga side Borussia Dortmund. Um, with all the talents, I think we have to build up more of our mindset. And this goes for the players, but also, I think, also for the public. I like that everybody has expectations, but also I feel and I see people showing me a lot of negativity. And you guys have one of the biggest responsibilities. Everybody's listening to you. Everybody's listening to what you say. And I will, for me personally, I will never understand 
the mentality of rooting against a human to fail. And there are some people doing this. I don't. I will never understand this. I was raised for my mother to treat the, the, the janitor the same as the CEO. And I will go on that path. I will continue to go on that path. I have a strong belief that this is the right way to do things. Otowado also admonished the next Black Stars head coach to take full charge of his team and work closely with his technical staff. Yeah, I think, first of all, to, to be himself. To be himself, to, to fulfill his idea, no matter who try to come in between and uh, um, but he should listen to his coaching staff take advisors and if there's anything i can do or to help i'm always there always there to 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 help or give advice um, um and to help my my motherland and that's all but i think the, the first thing is that to not to listen to negativity too much not be fearless do whatever you think because if you do something that it was not in your head then you regret but if you do it the way you wanted it to be, you can't forget anything because this is the way you, you thought about it. You had former Black Stars head coach Otuado speaking there. The chairman of the Black Stars management committee, Mark Addo, expressed his optimism in the ability of the national team to build on their walk-up performance. Ghana's next assignment will be in March when they begin the 2023 AFCON qualifiers. Overall, I think the team's performance um, is positive. It's very positive. Um, we're very hopeful that going forward with such a young, talented team, we will definitely, based on the performance that the team put up, I mean, if we, you know, with the support that the FA is putting and the infrastructure that we're putting behind uh, the team, and with the support that the government uh, puts in place. I'm very, very hopeful and we are very confident that we will have a winning team sooner, not later. You heard Chairman of the Black Stars Management Committee and GFA Vice President Mark Adu speaking there. Ghanaian golfer Kojo Bani has emerged as champion of the professionals category at the Robert Digby um, Senior category at this year's. Goldfields PGA tournament in Wasa Damang in the Western region. The four-day event featured 49 regular professional and senior golfers. Kojobani grossed a total score of 286 to grab the 60,000 Ghana City price check money. That brings an end to kickoff here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Daniel Kranting. For more sports news, visit citysportsonline.com. Kickoff was brought to you by the show. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
732. This is the City Breakfast Show. Sending your messages on 0549-986996. A few birthday messages coming in. Monday, the 5th of December. This one says, Belated happy birthday to Franklin Antonio Delali Afo. May you grow in the fear of the Lord. That's coming from your mom, dad, and siblings. This one says, Belated happy birthday wish to Nanaya Datebia Date of DVLA Cantonments. That's coming from one of her siblings. This one says, Happy birthday to my wife of noble character, Vida Yamwa of Kwadasu Municipal Health Directorate. From your husband, Charles, and your children, Ivan Kweku and Pokia. From Dr. Charles Osetu Twajiman of Kwadasu SDA Hospital in Kumasi. Let me also wish my sister Valeria Kumanoi, yeah. Mrs. Valeria Kumanoi, a happy belated. Yesterday was her birthday. Auntie she brother. works at YX. She's been an amazing sister over the years. This is from all the family, from her husband, Eddie, her children, and the cousins, her mothers, all of us. We just say, Valley, you are, you are too much. Auntie Valley. Valley. <laughs> Kumanoi of Wayek. When they release the results. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And I, yeah, I'd like to, have, I want to wish my, my niece. My niece oh. is 10 today. Oh, okay. My niece, Zoe Emma, is saying that she's 10 today. So, so, so. 10. Yeah. That's happy birthday. Age. Happy That's birthday to age. you. This one says, belated happy birthday to Gideon Mensah of Carrot Media. Okay. It's that time of the night again. It's just me, my thoughts, and my pillow again. Loneliness, such a day away, one day it would drive me insane. Me who say me a mudi muda, now my heart is in pain. No amount of champagne, don't feel covered this pain. Me taking whiskey, 12 shots, making wishes to my thoughts. Crying and thinking and wishing I go forget this thing. I mean, forget his name. Kissing on my finger, wishing I am wearing his ring. If you know big diamond with some character, my character go feel accept anything. Even if he be proper self. I need a man, make a show him I be proper chef. Even if he be proper self. I need a man, make a show him I be proper chef. Text. Keep up the gates of wisdom. Please let me in. Keep up the gates of wisdom. Now it's the end of the year, and planning has already started for the festivities. 
your shopping list there long but your cash is short don't worry sg ghana is here to sort you out spend 500 cities or more when you shop for your friends and loved ones and receive an attractive cashback reward you can call 0302214314 promo ends on december 31 remember with societe general the future is you t's and c's apply Passengers flying on Tag Angola Airlines proceed to boarding gate. Tag Angola is pleased to announce the commencement of flights to Luanda from Ghana two times a week from November 30, 2022. With direct flights on Thursdays and Sundays, fly Tag Angola Airlines from Accra to Luanda. With connecting flights to Joba, Cape Town, Durban, Maputo. Vindhooks Atome, Brazil and Cuba. Experience African hospitality on board our modern aircraft. You can call 0504-899-620. Locators at Cargodor Building, Kotoka International Airport in Accra. Now this season, GTV gives you a 5% discount when you make a bulk purchase of 50 or more fabrics for your organizations, church employees or clubs. Call Beatrice on 0204-389-605 to enjoy your deal today. And while your stakeholders this season, shop now to start saving GTP Lifestyle. Meanwhile, everyone is unique, just like our fingerprints or DNA. Our uniqueness makes us all special. Every single person, whoever you are, remember to keep shining in your own special way. Just like Indomie, it's like no other. Be like no other. Indomie tastes great. And make life simple on the go. Pay the easy way with a Zenith card online or in store. With your Zenith card, you can pay for your Facebook ads, your Netflix, your iTunes, your Amazon subscription, and your online shopping or in store purchases. Using a Zenith card gives you the opportunity to enjoy discounts, experience safe, secure, and convenient card transactions, and so much more. Think payments, think Zenith. Zenith Bank in your best interest. And did you know that getting vaccinated is still one of the best ways to fight the COVID virus? Yes, GI is in collaboration with the Ghana Health Service and implementing partners, World Vision, Clinton Health uh, Access Initiative, Africa German Health Association, bring you the COVID-19 National Vaccination Campaign Fanfare. It's today, the 5th of December, at AMA 4 Court from 9.30 to 3.30. There will be health screening, COVID-19 sensitization, there will be COVID vaccination, there will be music by surprise artists, there will be drama, there will be giveaways and souvenirs, and of course there will be food and drink. So make your way to the AMA Focus this morning, do something worthwhile, <coughs> get vaccinated, get sensitized, get material, get some great food, and let's have <laughs> Hold a Hold on, mention that part again. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, 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 food and drinks. One. So yeah, that one, Charlie, it's on the house. I don't know if it's free though, <laughs> but there's health screenings which is free. COVID sensitization, COVID vaccination. Uh-huh. I mean, they are sponsored, so presumably it's free. Charlie, brothers will have to if, pass there. If, if you come Charlie. in to take, take part. <laughs> <laughs> because the way things are in the economy, if you don't approach free areas, Charlie, you will die. <laughs> Noisy. Noisy. Yeah. Mm. Seven thirty nine. You can send us a message on zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. But this morning, <laughs> no, from like Friday night, Saturday, all kinds of Charlie circulating. Charlie, I remember one of our one of the platforms I'm on. Somebody said Monday morning we'll hear something. Boys went into panic mode. What are we hearing? Then he came to drop something. 
if you have money, go and withdraw it. Ah, boys went yeah, into crazy no, mode. I, I think that's 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 difficult. You know, there'll be a running. I, I think this this financial crisis has been okay. This economic crisis, which has led to a financial crisis, has been compounded by poor information management hmm. significantly, which has worsened the situation. Using your word significantly because like what you said right now i even think the minister decided to put out the facebook video yesterday because they realized that there was so much going on on social media that if they did not reach out to people before this morning mm-hmm. by, by the crash yeah because the people started saying from friday as nathan said that oh something's about to happen so something's happening to happen and then somehow the bankers and the fund managers went for some meeting and then the thing is on social media and then there's no clarity, and everybody's saying what they want. And then so Sunday, in fact, Sunday morning, health workers union went on a, a press conference <laughs> yeah, to say, "Don't touch our pension." Sunday morning, mm-hmm. when we are preparing for church, then Sunday night, the minister of finance then comes out with a five-minute speech, puts it out, hoping that it will calm nerves, and then also announces that, like the whole thing is, I don't know. I mean, I haven't done this before, so I'm not like some expert information, but but my point is. For such a sensitive announcement, you know, I don't even know how they put the timelines together. Do you get me? So, like, you talk to first, you set up a committee uh, led by somebody, Albert Essien and Simon Donu and Co. We don't have the committee has presented any work. You recall, I read you then, a newspaper article where within that article it showed that basically, and I like timelines, it showed that up until that point, the committee's work had not even started. Yeah. Then you have an announcement by SEC that fund managers should use Mac to market. Yes. This announcement comes like a day before the president says there's going to, not going to be any haircut. And he was very specific. And then, and then the following then day, haircut, he explained the haircut. to now be qualified to mean haircut on principle. principle. Then the SEC now comes to explain what the Mac to market means as against amortization. And meanwhile, while all that is going on, the major... Um, uh, I call it investment banks are facing a mini run in a sense because mm-hmm. people are liquidating and they are having to sell at losses. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's gone on for a while. And the SEC comes to calm the nerves a few days later. Then you have this meeting with the banks and the other uh, investment uh, people. Mm-hmm. Then the 15 minute audio is put out there mm-hmm. where <laughs> you have an identifiable voice admitting the hard realities of the economy mm-hmm. and then. In fact, even even admitting that the debt to GDP we put in the budget mm-hmm. is actually not the real debt to GDP, and actually that if you add <laughs> real government debt to GDP, it's over 100, it's like 100, 105. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the budget says it's 70. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then says that if you even have a zero deficit for the next five, six, seven, ten years, yeah. you still cannot bring the debt to GDP ratio down. I mean, this is then you have so in the evening, then the minister then sends out the statement. And then I think they then put out the, the voice, at the video as well, mm-hmm. hoping that it would calm nerves. I don't know who's doing interviews this morning. The whole thing is crazy. And then the other thing is that it's because there's so many... I mean, the industry is so big. You have banks. Mm-hmm. You have, you have insurance, insurance. You have uh, pension yes. companies. You have, you have investment uh, collective companies. investment schemes. You have fund managers. You have microfinance schemes. You know, and all of and then all of this... We haven't even recovered from the past four years of financial sector cleanup, cleanup which costs about twenty-one billion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's 
I don't know. Let me let me tell you. Anyway, so so I'm just saying that for me, I just think a couple of things. We we all need to know that. This is a situation we have not been in. I have not been in a situation like this in my life before. Mm-hmm. I'm sure those who are alive in the 80s and things as mature adults will remember. I think we should all be careful how we manage this because it will affect all of us. And if we do mischief with it, it will it will, it will make you you better. Yeah. So it is in everybody's interest for the government to do it the right way, Bernard. which is which is where which, my head mm-hmm. is, Bernard. Because let's you see from the the. the Girlfriend, the narration that you have given, uh-huh. this has not been done well by the government. Everything is not, is, is that what I'm saying? It's not an event, it's a process. So you can say it's not being done well. No, no, so, I mean, so the process, up, okay, up until this point, you don't get me. What is happening has not been is, done well. It's not something you do and go. This thing is happening for the next, yeah, whatever. but you see, so the, it's, it's being done poorly. Bernard, you see, we all know how you deal with crisis situations. The government itself told us that we are in a crisis. Yes. And that subsequently, and that's according to the president, yeah. there will be further announcements in the format of the fellow Ghanaians yeah. to tell us exactly how they intend to deal with the problem. Yeah. So immediately, you needed to move your communication system into play. Proactively. Proactively, so that there will be strategic communication in the sense of trying to persuade and also assure investors that, look, this is what is happening. You don't wait until some voices get onto social media. Someone goes to tweet, then you go and arrest the press, uh, the person. All of which create chaos. But maybe, before you now maybe, maybe there's a part of me that thinks maybe that's all part of the strategy. Because don't forget, really. Uh, let me explain. <laughs> that's after, that. after the budget, uh-huh. the deputy minister of finance went gave an interview to Joy FM, mm-hmm. and he uh-huh. said something. He, he actually gave some details of a supposed restructuring. We were told he got it wrong. Then. I think, I don't know whether, and that maybe they didn't get the right reaction or whatever. Then the Ministry of Finance then sends a statement mm-hmm. to try and correct what the what Deputy Minister of Finance said. It's a crisis. So second second issue. First time President says something, Minister of Information comes to try and tidy it up. Minister, Deputy Minister of Finance says something. Then you have the um, statement, statement from the Finance Minister trying to clarify mm-hmm. it. I'm not sure whether that's part of the strategy. If it is a strategy, test the waters. So, like, maybe they'll say, drop it to test the waters to see if the reaction is not too bad. I don't know. I I can't tell. Better. If this is a strategy, then this is not how you communicate. All right. So let's take it one by one. Okay. What I want to understand first of all, Bernard, is that look, all of these things that we are we have heard, including what the minister Mm -hmm. of finance said yesterday. First of all. What are we to take away from it? What is it? Like, everything that he said, what does it mean, first of all, to those of us who are in the banking sector or to those of us who are in the insurance industry or to those of us who are basically investors in, in the various microeconomic you know, institutions? Let me ask a big question. So I think the main thing is that we all know that Ghana's economy is in, uh, is in deep trouble and we can deal with why we're in deep trouble later. Now, we are in so much deep trouble that the Minister of Finance had to backtrack on saying that IMF has nothing good to us to now wanting to front load all his hard decisions mm-hmm. in essentially in a year yeah. to a program which he thought was <coughs> not good for us. Mm-hmm. This is the context. Okay. So he said in March, April, May, June, July, we are going to IMF. Mm-hmm. August, they announced that we are going to IMF. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Now, going to IMF for a three billion dollar loan requires you to do something depending on what your economy is going through if you are egypt and your problem is a fixed exchange rate you have to agree to do what is called a flexible exchange rate regime if you are ghana and the main challenge with you is large fiscal deficits 
and a huge debt bedding, you have to do what is called a debt sustainability analysis as part of the program. What does that mean? Break that down. A debt sustainability analysis is to look at all the money you owe. Mm -hmm. If you owe $10 trillion, as an example, mm -hmm. how much of that $10 trillion is owed to local creditors? Mm -hmm. How much is owed to foreign creditors? What type so for the for the for the local, how much of it is short term, how much of it is long term, mm -hmm. how much of it is securitized, like like a bond that you went to take, mm -hmm. how much of it is owing contractors, how much of it is energy sector debt, how much of it is collateralizing of revenues. Mm -hmm. Then for your foreign debt as well, the same question: how much of it is owed to friendly countries, like maybe um, UK, UK, Germany, US. US, China? How much of it is owed to? multilateral uh, lenders mm -hmm. like AFDB, IMF, World Bank, how much of that is owed to um, bond markets, mm -hmm. vultures? Mm -hmm. When you do all of that, then you come to the country's ability to do two things. As you sit here, there are two, or for any institution, there's something called insolvency and something called liquidity. Mm -hmm. If you are insolvent, it means that your, your asset and liabilities is a problem. You can't pay your debt. Your debt. Now, let me That's explain the term between the two. So let's assume Nathan owes Sky $10,000 or 10,000 CDs. Mm -hmm. He may not have, his salary may be 3,000. So he can't pay the, the 10,000. But if he has land at OEB mm -hmm. and the land is 15,000 CDs and Godfrey is prepared to buy the land, mm -hmm. Nathan's assets can match his liabilities. So even though he has only 3,000 salary, if he can sell that land to Godfrey, mm -hmm. he, will be, he will have enough money to pay. Mm -hmm. So Nathan could be insolvent. Mm -hmm. Now, Nathan could be solvent but illiquid. As in, he has land in OEB, he has 3,000 cities. But I don't have 10, the money. But there's litigation on the land. So even though he has, okay. he has uh, a land costing 15,000, he can can't liquidate. easily liquidate it. So he may be technically solvent but illiquid mm -hmm. to pay your money. Mm -hmm. So if you want to check a country's debt sustainability, you look at two things. You look at what is called the country's debt to GDP. That's a question of solvency. Mm -hmm. All the work we do together, when we put yes. everything together, it's in a pot. That's the GDP. That money, you know, is a GDP. Mm -hmm. That money, you take your debt as a percentage of it. Now they are saying that all the money we do in one year in Ghana, when you put everybody together, that is recorded. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We can't pay of, officially in the budget they say our debt to GDP is 72. Mm -hmm. But hold on, hold on. You on that point. Yes. On that point. So yes. you're saying that all the thing, all the money we put or all the things we produce and including do. so it's it's money you have, resources, everything, everything together. together. That's the GDP. Yes. Now if they say the debt is seventy two percent of GDP, so it means that what? When we value the country uh -huh. and the country is hundred million dollars. Uh -huh. Your debt is 72 million. million of that. So it means that if you have to pay all your debts in one year, 72% of your GDP will go into it. Uh -huh. Now, per what we have been told mm -hmm. by that in, uh, interaction with the banks, Ghana's <coughs> debt to GDP is actually 105, which means that the amount of money we owe <laughs> is more than... It's more than... All the, everything put together. If you sell Mantafai, that we sell everything. <laughs> <laughs> we can't pay. That's the point. Mm -hmm. So that's a question of solvency. Okay, now the act, but, but solvency is usually not a good measure. So there's liquidity. Now, Ghana's debt, that's, that's, and that's, that's, that's what you use, the, they call it a debt service ratio. So that debt to GDP doesn't make too much sense. But what makes sense is that if government earns 70 million CDs or 70 billion a year as revenue, and it's using 35 billion of that 70 to service its debts, 
its debt service ratio is 50%. So the revenue is getting is using half of that to pay its debt. Mm-hmm. So that's a more serious measure than the debt to GDP. Now, when you do the debt service analysis according to the World Bank, you must come to a certain level for which they can say you can pay your debt. Now, if you are not in a position to pay your debt, you don't get an IMF deal. Mm-hmm. So when you do the debt service analysis, mm-hmm. if they realize that mm-hmm. your debt is you are in a, what they call high debt distress yeah, it means it. that you have to restructure your debts mm-hmm. to make it possible for you to have breathing space to be able to pay the three billion they'll give you mm-hmm. basically that's what imf is saying okay. so in doing their 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 debt analysis we did our own one mm-hmm. our internal one we realized that ghana's ghana's debt is unsustainable mm-hmm. so meaning that we can't pay no we can't so what we what we okay. need to do is to find a way to reduce the debt. Now, they also have some measures. Mm. For countries like the US, mm. which have strong buffers, if you have a debt to GDP of 70%, you are okay. Mm-hmm. But for medium, medium level countries, and this is all some more, based on that voice that is being played everywhere everybody has heard, mm. Ghana's medium level strength means that you need 55% debt to GDP to be considered sustainable. sustainable. And you are at 105. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, so, so even the 70, you know, mm-hmm. if you have 70, it's bad for a country like Ghana. Okay. Based on the analysis, you need 55. Mm-hmm. Now, you are 105. Now, they are saying that if for the next 10 years, you run zero budget deficit, mm-hmm. i.e., government decides mm-hmm. that it is only going to spend the money that it raises, mm-hmm. or even it, it will not have any budget deficit at all for 10 years, mm-hmm. it will reduce our debt to GDP from 105 to even 80. Okay. Better so, that's number one. <laughs> okay. So, what, they, what do they have to do? And the, the point is that even if they could, if, even if the uh, zero deficit would have reduced our debt, mm-hmm. the kind of political economy we run, government is doing free SHS, government is doing school feeding. The government is not minded mm-hmm. to do those fiscal cuts mm-hmm. in the political economy we run, mm-hmm. which will then, even though it will not be enough, would send the signal that government is cutting. Mm-hmm. So, what's the next victim? Government's debt has to be split between foreign and domestic. Mm-hmm. What they did yesterday was to announce the domestic debt. They have different names they call it. Some call it a restructuring. Some call this it... This one, they call it the exchange. debt exchange. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So they basically said, apart from treasury bills... Now, again, <coughs> sorry I'm confused. This is a lot of things. When government needs money, government comes to borrow. Mm-hmm. Now, the, how, how does government borrow? Government can sell a treasury bill. Treasury is a money market instrument. It's very liquid. It's very short-term. 92, 182... 361 year. <laughs> or the government issues bonds. Okay? It issues bonds. It basically is bonding itself that I will pay you back at a specific time, at a specific interest. Good. Now, the government of Ghana is saying that apart from treasury bills, everybody, every other debt it owes domestic investors and there are different kinds of things that it lends out. It cannot pay you anything in 2022 as we speak 2023 my money that so okay. for the bond the government comes to sell to you that you buy mm-hmm. you lend money to government you you are given uh, two things you get a principal payment which is the price at which you bought the bond mm-hmm. and then you get an interest payment which they refer to as the coupon mm-hmm. every year they pay you a specific percentage now, because the president said there will be no principal haircut, mm-hmm. the ministry is now saying, forget our principal for now. The interest rate that was due on the bond, mm-hmm. whether it's a 10-year bond, a 15-year bond, or whatever bond, 
that interest rate they will spread the payment in fact they've, they've collapsed all the money they've lent they've borrowed from you into four different instruments the first one is that they will pay the first group 17 percent of the people who owe government will be paid in 2027 mm -hmm. yes another 17 percent will be paid in 2029 Dun. then a 25 percent will be paid in 2032 <laughs> then the rest the 41 percent will be paid in 2037 these people so these are the four so basically it of how much you lend to government what interest they promise you when it was to mature. so long as it's not a treasury bill mm -hmm. you are part of this four, group of four that's for interest payment so your interest payments will be spread over these terms 2027 <coughs> 2029 2032 2037 then your your principal even though there's no principal your principal will also be paid for the 2027 group you to be paid in two chunks in 2026 mm -hmm. 50% 50% in 2027 2029 to before 2029 they will also give you the principal in two chunks mm -hmm. then in 2032 <laughs> <laughs> your, your daughter is now finished and she's going to do a, a PhD at tech or something they will now give you the principal in three chunks and then in 20... <laughs> so basically what they are saying is that government is saying I want space I don't have enough money to pay my debt. So mm -hmm. I'm going to pay you later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the earliest you get interest payment. So if you want your money in 2023, it is zero interest. And the principal right. to you get until 2026. Mm -hmm. So basically, I've come to borrow money from you, but I'll tell you when I'll pay. I'll pay. Mm -hmm. Basically, that's, I don't know if I've made sense. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so, so which means that if, if I will will announce the foreign one soon. Uh -huh. But what we have told is that the foreign one, they, they will take principal like at 30%. Die. So the foreign people there for the next three years also be a moratorium of interest payment. So if a foreigner who has come to borrow, uh, lend to Ghana, mm -hmm. for three years you don't get anything, and you're going to have your in that's your, for interest and your principal too, you get it, but they will take thirty percent of it. But that's fully announced later. So today the minister of finance is going to announce further details of the debt sustainability plan, <laughs> basically how they intend to use this. Now why is he doing this? He's doing this because. He realized that if he doesn't get an IMF deal, the market will essentially punish him. Our currency is going to deteriorate further. Interest rates are going to go up further. We are going to get into full-blown Sri Lanka. So he's going to tighten his belt, not by not spending, no, but by saying that you who has lent to him, <laughs> take your money later. Now, this is where the thing gets interesting. Who has lent to government? Mm -hmm. Maybe we can address that later. Mm -hmm. The question is, so who is this person whose money will be kept from now to 2027, 2029, 2032, 2037? Who are these people and how will it affect them? Okay, because the government is saying that we don't have money to pay these guys. And that's where the issue becomes very complicated. Okay, but I think so far, this is, I don't know if this makes sense. Mm. Oh, it does. It does. So that's the meaning of the announcement. So you don't get any money. <coughs> Any interest until 20, and the interest you even get in 2027 is 5%. Before <laughs> you get to 10%. That, and the other issue is that as you speak, the current rate, interest rates in the market are above 30. 30 yeah. So, two, two, two main things to summarize this part the average interest on all government debt is about 21%. By saying no interest payment next year, 5% in two years. 10% up to the next 15 years. Basically, all people who have lent money to government are losing. Do you understand? Again, in terms of the tenor, the average tenor on government debt is about three to four years. 
you are extending the tenure to an average of 10 years. So you are saying, you get your money when you need it, and you get it at a lower interest than what is in the market. Now, what is even more painful is that even with the way they've spread the thing, 17%, 17%, uh, 25, and uh, 41, you'd have thought that the further it took them to pay you, the more interest they'll give you. That's what a normal yield curve mm. behaves like. But they're basically saying 10, 10, 10. So 5, 10, 10, 10. So it's, it's not, you're not even going to get any benefit for government paying you later. If they had even said, oh, we are paying you in 2037, but that would be 20%, you'll say, oh, by that time, there, if inflation is down, I'll have made some money. Government is saying, well, let's bring inflation and everything down now so that by the time that we pay you your 10% in 2032, you are still going to benefit. So this is the situation, my brother and sister. <laughs> this, is the, this, is the, this is the first situation, Scott. Uh, okay. All right, 0549-986-996. That's the text and WhatsApp number. Mm. Already people are blasting my phone with... <laughs> and this is just part one. It's just part one. We haven't even It's just part one. Mm-hmm. It's really, really, really just um it's just part one. So your messages are, are, are welcome. Um zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. We'll get into tech and social media trends in a few minutes, but life is complicated as we can see. Today you are <laughs> Today you are up, tomorrow you are down all over the place. Now over the years, Phoenix Life and GUA Life have done that job superbly. And now we've come together to give you even more assurance or more insurance. Say hello to Impact Life Insurance Ghana. And Impact Life Insurance is providing reliable and secure life cover as well as offering wealth generating opportunities for Ghanaians. They've got the EduPlan Micro Insurance, Farewell Policy Pension Plan, and Mortgage Protection. Call 0243-690-442 or 0243-690-443. Impact Life, no worries. And Creamy Plus is taking you back to the original creamy taste of evaporated milk. It's a great complement to all the things you love to drink. Tea, coffee, Gary Soakings, all of that. It has vegetable fat. It's gentler on the stomach. You can find our battery in our total. Gold shops and other supermarkets. You can also get in touch with Less Farm Distributors on uh, 0501-682522. Or Grace has found us at Akoko Photo in Dansoman on 0245-162747. All right, Tech and Social Media Trends is upon us, brought to us by Cowbank. Cowbank can say it's the season to stay connected. Reactivate your Cal account today and get more value. Get in touch with them on 0800-500-500. Chat with them online. Send an email, customercare at cowbank.net or visit cowbank.net to know more. Cowbank for it together. Now, Vodafone is asking whether or not you completed your SIM registration. If not, wahala for you. Just dial star 400 has to check your biometric capture and if it says no, visit any Vodafone retail center with your Ghana card to have your SIM card registration fully done. Don't wait until you are disconnected. Complete your registration now to avoid any inconvenience. Mr. Cranting is back uh, with tech and social media trends. Hello. Nathan. Yes, sir. Uh, Bernard, I think that you, the, in the hospital. Yeah. They will put the sanitizer or this one, they will do this, then they boom. What's that? They will do, uh, 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 give me 50, then they will do, ah, they will put it on your heart, then it will do boom. Hey, Have you seen that? Those two things that they, they used to restart, restart the heart. To yeah. restart ah, the heart. They call it defibrillator. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. What's that? They say they are going to do it to the Ghana economy. <laughs> <laughs> they will put a defibrillator <laughs> to, revive it. to revive it. Where it has reached the uh, yeah, it needs, uh, 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 finance minister. Uh, and all of us will suffer some. Mm. Mm. <laughs> 
Our man, you know. You trust me. You trust me. Is that trending? Yeah, giddy giddy. People are talking. And it's eight o'clock. Eh? Yeah, but I think they even preempted it by doing the announcement in the night. They were telling people to work naturally. So the night, hey! no, don't sleep. Tell me, I said, don't, don't sleep. Don't one. sleep. Yeah. It's hard, though. Yes. <laughs> so is it Ken that's trending or the economy that's trending? Or finance minister. Finance minister is trending. Finance minister is trending. Economy is trending. We can't do this. It's haircut trending. We can't do it again. It's haircut trending. A boy, a boy. But you know the thing about Ghana? They will still find a way of making fun. They will start, yeah. they will start discussing back bush and things. Haircut. Bernard. Yeah, anyway, you. Bush is a nice haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do bush at the back? People <laughs> <laughs> want to see your face. You do back. Ha- it has your aerodynamics as a human. Do you know Abiba? Uh-huh. <laughs> Abiba, hey. Um, Sky, somebody's daughter. What does she do? <laughs> she She's a hairdresser. Okay. She has been following the black stars to do the players here. Okay. They say it's Abiba's fault that we are out. Oh, but who is saying that? Can I be bored here? Why the place do hair? What? Are they like what, what do they perm their hair or what? Oh, I be the Rasta and things. Are you seeing Salusu's hair? So yeah, what? Corn what, corn what, what? What you go do? What? Say like, Abiba is bad luck. See saying. See saying. Anytime she appears here, to blame. A shock. Sometimes just every time she goes there, something happens. Yeah, that's what to blame now. To behave. To make them feel better about themselves. A shock. For blame somebody. That's the same thing they are doing to Babara man. Babara man has been in the trends since Friday. Now he's a new skipper. They said they said they said they leaky. Tell me, I was at the wedding during the match. They saw the sitting next to me. I was watching that. Oh yeah, I see some plastic. Babara man, they leak. Charlie, it hard though. Oh yeah. It's black stars. It's no, no wonder. No wonder if you, <coughs> you go and tell players or come and play for you. Say, hey. me. I was so happy to be at the wedding. It spared me the match. So I was just listening. <laughs> <to> <laughs> I, I do you tell us a story of the 2009 and the 20 World Cup final. You know when they go to sudden death. Yes. Sounds of sudden death. You see, if not planned for sudden death, so anybody can go and play. You know when they got there. He said, "Oh, but I said, hey, <laughs> I said, David, daddy, I said, she Ghana four penalty. Ghana four penalty. They got the cross give Andre. It's no easy. Rana is the this fault. Babara, as a man, carry the cross give. The day of Harry Matthew. We never have a damn of a damn of one. Simon of Sirini. They gave the cross to carry. There was a handing over ceremony." Something like there was a part of me that was revealed after the match. Mm-hmm. I was happy Uruguay failed. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, the defeat of the black man okay. was the fact that Luis Suarez was crying oh, <laughs> at the at the stadium, when they displayed the, when they displayed the score of the other game. Oh Lord. He said the Ghanaian fans were chanting Korea, 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 Korea. <laughs> Is it banner? Ever boy, you know? Ever call you guardian? Hey, we all go go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad will be there. I will be there. Okay, you saying that somebody's done with it? As we all stand, West has done it again. Yeah, the guy is a problem. What has he done again? Wasn't it like two weeks ago? I said they've brought back his account. Yes, they suspended him again. Oh, but no, you told us. Oh, there's a first suspension. Oh, there's the first one. First suspension. First one. Two days ago, Saturday, you came back like last week. You come to cause trouble again. This one, hello, monster Charlie. It's brother, okay. My brother, you there, go. Just go. What is all this? Now, second social media trends brought to us by Cowback and Vodafone. 
Massa, make what make you go. You need to go to the bank first before we go and pay for the things. Time no day like that too. Relax. Everything day in my hand inside. Massa, we need to get the cash. Forget the cash. See, transfer. Pa payment. Pa. I didn't use the cow bank app. No stress. That's slow for me. I still forgo my bank. I don't have account for cow I bank. See, forget the cash. Even without an account at cow bank, you can download the app, sign up, and connect your mobile money wallet or debit card. And pa, you can make your payments too. Hey, pa. I just signed up. Enjoy the convenience, safety, and freedom of the cow bank app. Whether you have an account with cow bank or not, all options are open to you, including scan to pay. Download the cow bank app now. Forget the cash. Be like, I for just open account for cow bank on the app. No, pa. Bank forward together. Imagine, imagine you are home for the Christmas holidays. Happy, <laughs> you are trying to make new meals with exciting recipes you found on YouTube. You're posting pictures of your activities on social media. You're playing online games, watching live matches. You're streaming movies. You're chatting. You're video calling. You're browsing. You are happy. Ah. This is an unlimited Vodafone Christmas. The unlimited Christmas promo is back. Get 30 days of unlimited browsing on Vodafone fixed broadband when you pay two months or more in advance. Stay connected this Christmas. Simply dial star 900 hash. Visit www.fbp.vodafone.com or download my Vodafone app to subscribe now. Terms and conditions apply. Vodafone, further together. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Charlie, the messages are coming in. 0549-986-996. 
So yeah, so that's um, that's that. Last night, the finance minister did his um, address, and he detailed a lot of the things. Something, I mean, a lot of the things Bernard has gone over. He's giving us a very simple explanation as to what the situation is. Okay, what the situation is. Uh, I don't know if people know what it actually means, though. Yeah, see, well, I was going to ask you that, that it's shrouded in a lot of technical language, yes. but the truth is that um, people are going to suffer. People are going to suffer a lot. But why did they not discuss this with the institutions for institutions to get back to their customers for them to understand first because an announce, before an announcement was made? The institutions had two meetings. I remember there was, the week we discussed the AGI thing. The institutions had met the president, but that was prior to the budget. Yes, I and remember the meeting. This particular meeting that happened was to tell them what they were going to do. So they didn't. So two things. I don't think the institutions were the ones who led this process. Why? Mm. Um, because the, the people who are insisting that this should be done would obviously be the IMF. And the considerations for doing it and the, the thresholds that have been set, for example, having to get to a debt-to-GDP of 55 by 2028 mm-hmm. requires certain trade-offs. Now, if you ask banks or uh, investment companies to lead it, I suspect they would say some of the cuts should, more of the cuts should come from the fiscal deficit side. Right, yes. The government should reduce its expenditure. Yeah. The government should stop free SHS. The government should stop free school feeding in addition to then deferring some of its debts to them. So I believe that the government, and I'm speculating at this point. Yes. I, I think they did not, because... We they, can make educated assumptions. Yeah, because the, the institutions are all very surprised. All the sources I've spoken to in the institutions are very unhappy and very surprised by this. Which is my concern, because in doing this, you require buying, you require these institutions to be partners mm-hmm. to this. Now, they would also find ways of informing those the, who are the most affected, customers. I see. So there, I mean, there's also the risk of possible leaks coming in, so that if it hits the the customer space, mm-hmm. even before processes it, are announced to deal with it, it might also create its own problem for the financial. Yes, or is it is a problem? They are, they, mm-hmm. they didn't tell the institutions two things. If they had said, let's come up with a plan. If they had said, come up with a plan as industry, so that we discuss it. Come up with proposal, or they could say, "This is my proposal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do A, B, C, D. I'm going to put all these things together into four four different instruments: 17, 17, 25, 41. Uh-huh. Paying you in this year, 2020, whatever. What is your alternative? That's different. But this one, they just told them that's what we are doing. Take mm-hmm. it or leave it. If you can't even leave it, you have to take it. Take it. Now, what that does for me is very serious because it, it, it you see, when you learn any investment anything you are told that government lending to government is the safest in fact after the financial crisis of 2027 uh, 18 2017 2018 mm-hmm. all of that banking crisis and all those things a lot of these you mean in ghana yes yeah. a lot of the collective investment schemes <coughs> fund management companies mutual funds they moved their monies into government of ghana instruments yes. so for example in the past they will diversify and go and give some money to some savings and loan company, mm-hmm. some finance house, mm-hmm. to some real estate mm-hmm. agent. They realize that because of all that challenge, they were just going to buy government of Ghana paper. paper. Mm. 
so a lot because of them started those ones were safe boasting that they were safe and they were going to protect your money because the theory is that the government is safe yeah because you know government is a continuum no matter how long it takes they will pay your money and now and the government the is not only i mean government says i don't want to default so i'm going to pay you on my own terms now i don't know what the government has thought about what that will mean for about five confident. critical sectors so for me is it two things government is saying i want to get an imf program because if i don't get an imf program i am screwed if i don't get an imf program i i don't know who i'm going to get any money from the markets will not accept us in years the currency is going to plummet interest rates will keep going higher they will not have money to even pay salaries mm-hmm. so if i don't go for an imf program now all of us will suffer mm-hmm. so some people should suffer and let's spread the suffering so that we all don't die Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying. That's basically in English what the man is saying. But my point is that has he thought about <laughs> has he thought about what this all of us should take some of the hit means? Because if you look at it on objectively, for example, he said institutional individual investors will not be affected. That's really a red herring. That's strange. Yeah. Because you and I cannot go to the primary market to look for money unless we have a lot of money mm-hmm. and then we register with the central security, securities depository. Only institutions. Are primary lenders to government. <clears throat> All of us are part of collective investment schemes like the data bank uh, and all those things. fund and those things. And we are like 130,000 people in one fund and they manage our money to us. So all of us will lose. If you have money, maybe your father is a rich man and you have millions of dollars, then you can register and then go and buy government bond directly and lend to government directly. But few people do that. So when you say individual, people are not going to be affected. It actually mm-hmm. obfuscates the matter. It's making it look as if the individual, mm-hmm. as in you, Godfrey, who went to buy that that mutual fund, will not be affected. But that's not the case. Yeah. They're basically individual investors. Mm. That's the first problem. Now they are uh-huh. okay. You only that. No, I just want to because as I listened to the government communication, my mind mm-hmm. kept taking me back there. So these individuals yes. will be affected. What do you mean by indiv- Because I I kept asking myself the same question: How many people can directly interface with government at that level? So a that, lot of us go through, like you said, the M fund, data bank, EDC, that kind of thing. The, the, the information is misleading. You know, so, so so an individual <clears throat> in the case of what Ken said is a natural person registered at the CSD with a CSD number. Uh-huh. When the law says a natural person, mm. so you are a natural person. A company is a corporate person. So if Godfrey is a registered person at CSD, that's why we have a secondary market. So mm. we play in the secondary market. So the people who can deal with the primary market are the SNITs of this world, mm. Bank of Ghana, and the large banks, and then these CRSs and other companies go and buy and resell in the secondary market. So if you want to exit a collective investment scheme, you go and sell. Mm -hmm. Let's not complicate the issue. The point we're making is that there is going to be a lot of pain for some very vulnerable people. And I can explain that. So for example, by law, Mm -hmm. 70% or so of funds available to pension companies must be invested in government of Ghana instruments. Mm-hmm. So whether you are Axis Pensions or Petra or whatever, mm-hmm. by law, you have to buy government of Ghana. You have to lend some of that money to government. government. Okay, so you, you are working here. Mm-hmm. We pay you SNIT, tier one. Tier two, some of it is managed by some other companies. Mm-hmm. They have to work with that money so that when you are an old man, mm-hmm. you have money to pay your pension. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, if you, you pay are... Pay me pension. Yeah, pension. So now, if you are... 57, 58, 59, 60, 62. Mm-hmm. And all, like a sizable chunk of your pension is with your pension company. Mm-hmm. Now, that pension company may have bought 
not may has but government of ghana bonds because it is mandated by law to do so good now if your retirement is due and, and you require money to be paid mm -hmm. now if the government is going to treat that pension company's investment of your pension the way that they went to buy government of ghana bond like the way they described it mm -hmm. it means that that money they won't get any interest on it mm -hmm. 2023 mm -hmm. in fact they won't get the money back the earliest will get the money back is 2026 based on what has been described because they are saying that the principal they will pay it prior to 2027 in two cons uh, chunks of 50 50. Mm -hmm. the interest itself will be five percent for the first one then ten percent so by the time they start paying the money mm -hmm. that pensioner may be dead mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. unless there is an alternative arrangement to make money available for the pension company to pay whilst that thing is going to happen so do you, do you get it so the then the pension is not it's not as if the pension company decided on their own to make that this is what the law asked them the to law, do yeah, so right. you the law has asked as our pensions be given to, to you yes. mm -hmm. to, to 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 make it available for us mm -hmm. that's why the health service workers say they don't agree that's right so and if you talk about vulnerability mm -hmm. pensioners are very vulnerable. vulnerable yeah okay so that's one i've never come to the banks and number two insurance companies mm -hmm. so the basic way an insurance company works is that they price risk okay so insurance company will say nathan Carr has a jaguar mm -hmm and Amen. we'll give him uh, this basically he pays a premium and we say that if he crashes the jaguar we'll buy the jaguar back for him or a certain percentage now that industry in ghana inevitably they don't price the risk well so that's why you hear fire at some uh, company in north industrial area fire here so a lot of times the insurance companies invest some of their monies that they used to pay these claims, claims. In government of Ghana instruments, mm -hmm. so they can make some extra money on it. So that even if they lose on the underwriting side, so because three people have an accident at the same time, all of them are making claims, they don't have money because the insurance company has gone to save that money or invest that uh -huh. money or lend that money to the government. They can fall on it, they can fall on that. So they usually get some of that income from there to offset the losses they make here. Mm -hmm. So once you say you are not going to make the payments or you are going to make the payments based on your own terms, you've thrown the business model. Of the insurance company out of out gear, of gear. Out of gear. So, so some of the life companies may not have money to pay you when a death occurs because the money that they will use to pay you has been invested in this government government of ghana insurance so which insurance is attracting as an industry particularly life insurance is also going to suffer if I'm, I'm always saying if if some arrangement is not made to ensure they have their liquidity that's number two mm -hmm. the worst one is the banks you know, prior to 20, prior to at around June, when they started releasing their financials, the research desk of City started analyzing the financial statement of banks. And we noticed a very worrying trend. We noticed that more and more mm. banks were lending to less and less people. People, yeah. And, and more to government. They were just buying government now, instruments. For security reasons, I don't think if I'm not going to mention no, the no, name no, of the no, bank, no, but I'm going to give you some, some big mm. banks in Ghana. Mm. I'll look at their interest income now. Interest income is the main way banks make money. Okay, they usually do that through loans to other banks, loans to customers, and then they invest in investment securities and other interest income. Okay, for almost all the major banks, advances to customers as a percentage of interest income is reducing. So mm -hmm. they are not lending money to Sky, they are not lending money to you. They are buying government of Ghana instruments. Mm -hmm. All right. For some of the banks, for example, a major bank I have in front of me here, based on the financial we, we looked at, mm -hmm. their investment in securities rose from 11% to about 46% from 2019 to 2020. 11? 
to 40, 46 percent. Mm -hmm. Another bank, huge. their interest income percentage, interest income, it increased. So loans and advances to customers reduced from 61 percent to 35 percent from mm. 2018 to 2021. Wow. Investment in securities increased from about 35% to about 63%. Mm -hmm. So 63% of this bank's income mm -hmm. is from what they've invested yeah. in, government. in government. And I'll explain what that means for the bank later on. I'll give you another bank. I'll not mention the name because people may not use the information properly, but this is another bank in the country. But also Interest okay. income from 2018, mm -hmm. the percentage that came from investments in securities rose from about... 48% to 61%, right? Whilst loans and advances to customers reduce from 40% to 31%. Mm. So all their interest income is coming from money they give to... Given to government. The government. Another bank here, again, securities increased from 45% to 80%. 45 to 80%. Between 2018 and 2021. Loans and advance the customers reduced from 43 to 18. Mm. Another bank in Ghana. Mm. So what am I saying? So, so what, what this means is that <clears throat> if, if a bank's main income is from investment in securities, government securities, once the government announces such a thing, two things will happen. For some of the banks, this interest income goes straight to capital. Mm -hmm. But the finance minister says, no worry. There will be, they call it regulatory forbearance. We'll be, we, we may ease up on some of the requirements for your capital mm -hmm. so they may say even though you need 400 million cities or dollars for capital, capital requirement because some capital. of your interest income goes into your capital mm -hmm. and because we are not going to pay mm -hmm. we can reduce that to 250 or we can say for for the next five years mm -hmm. the capital requirement for the bank may be lower mm -hmm. so they may do that mm -hmm. but the problem though is that some of the banks their interest income is their money the liquidity that they use for demand deposits okay and for fixed income. So if the bank's liquidity... So you need your money. You need to build a house. You need 50000 now. No. Some of the interest income, they get what they used to do that. Do that to pay me. So even though on the capital side, the banks may be okay. On the liquidity side, they may have problems. Mm -hmm. Do you understand my point? Mm -hmm. So, and I can say on average, over 50% of our banks have their interest income in government securities. Mm -hmm. So you can say about half of the income of banks <clears throat> may be impaired if now the government announced that they are going to do some stabilization fund, stabilization fund. Yeah. financial stabilization good. Fund. on external institutions good. to give them some funding. the announcement is okay but you, you just have to go back to history and ask yourself and i'm just asking yeah there was this about uh, amalgamation Ghana amalgamated um so when the first financial sector crisis was done mm -hmm. uh, thing was done 2017 they, they set up something called the ghana amalgamated mutual fund mm -hmm to raise money to pay people whose money had been lost to Gold Coast and things. Mm -hmm. They should tell us how much money that has raised to give us a sense that this new fund that they announced will also work. Yeah, because if you, if you say, this, this, and this thing was being, this is a Ghana amalgamated thing. It's public mm -hmm. knowledge. They can check. They should let us know how much was raised by that. If we know, then we can say, okay, based on the history of that, mm -hmm. they will also use this new system to create some buffers for liquidity for the banks. Mm -hmm. The truth is that the banks may face a liquidity challenge if they, they don't move, if the government doesn't move quickly with right. its partners to provide this liquidity liquidity through this instrument that they say. So the banks could also be in trouble. And okay. that's not all. Okay, the investment companies. Good. 
Now, investment companies usually, you and I don't have too much money. So we go together and band into what is called a collective investment scheme. Mm -hmm. So they use the expertise to decide whether it's a money market or whether it's a mixed whatever, where they can they, they will buy some shares here, they will buy something here. So for some of the companies, like almost 150,000 people have put their money together into a collective investment scheme. And then the institution, whether it's Data Bank or EDC or Stambic or whatever, they will buy different mix of things for you. Mm-hmm. Now, people, some people put their current running, like some companies invest in those things. So a company may have all its salaries and things, they buy that thing, and then Every now and again, they go and remove some of it. Now, if you are saying you are not going to make any interest payments until 2025, and you are not going to make any principal payments until 2026, the question is, for individuals who have put their money in that, for some people, maybe school fees that they want to pay. Maybe you're, you're, like a, a parent is dead, they put some money into that thing, mm-hmm. they use it to pay school fees, mm-hmm. or a company uses it to pay salaries or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can get that access to that money. Mm-hmm. So it's almost back to square one. Mm-hmm. The issue that happened with the farm management companies under the first financial cleanup. People who may genuinely need their money may not have access to it. Their money. You see, so okay. the, the thing is, is Pebre. <laughs> and I feel that the Ministry of Finance needs to clarify many things. So, for example, when you say, Theo Champo put out some very nice things, he said, the government said the only T bills, T bills are not affected. But there are different, you know, there are treasury bonds. And there are treasury bills. They have to clarify those distinctions. Okay. And then the individual thing. I think they have to clarify it. Even yeah. though I think I understand it. I'm not sure. So there are treasury notes. So this is, there are treasury bills. Mm-hmm. There are treasury notes, which are two to ten years. And then there are treasury bonds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the assumption is that treasury bills are excluded. But treasury notes and treasury bonds are not. We need that clarity. When they say individual investors, what do they mean? Again, for the collective investment schemes, they are saying they will come up with some fund B mm-hmm. to support them. What are the details of that fund? Okay, then the other question is how much hit is the government itself taking? taking. Because as I said, you are saying that people who have lent you money, you won't pay them now because you want an IMF program. But what substantially are you doing to also show that you are also committed? Do you understand? Yeah. And I'm not sure I have enough information on that, oh, apart from the 30% salary reduction. No VAT. It didn't matter. I mean, clearly, as for that one, they have, they, they have not done much on it. We would we'll, we'll come to those issues, but they don't. For now, I think they stand for something. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up next is your money. All that we are saying is your money anyway. That's the segment that follows. Monday, December 5th. Let's get into the first installment <laughs> of the segment. <laughs> so, you know, the Avalanche uh, have given us uh, some big trophy of uh, your money segment, which we've been doing small, small. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, this morning, uh, we are going to point eight and point nine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, um, what I have for you this morning is that you should use charcoal, uh-huh. charcoal instead of kettle. Uh-huh. or heater uh-huh. to heat your water if you want to make tea or you want to pour aka. it on. Yeah, aka, 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 aka. Yeah, or cook beans 
or you want to cook kinky. The reason the reason the reason is that these ones, the electric electric ones, they consume a lot of electricity. So if you tend to charcoal, which is much more cheaper, you'll be able to save yourself a lot of money. Because you know things are hard. You know, <laughs> so uh-huh. when you fall on charcoal instead of using the little credit that you've gone to buy from ECG, it will save you some money. And then also you should avoid the waste stage of pipe bone water. Uh-huh. Some people go into their washrooms, they are you know brushing their teeth. They leave the, they leave the water running, forgetting that you are paying for it. The moment you open the tap and it's running, uh-huh. the meter is also running. So instead of leaving the water on, why not get a cup in your uh, what your washroom when you go there, fill it, and then start and then turn off the tap. Start using it. If you need to rinse your mouth, you do that. Mm-hmm. But leaving it on is a no-no. And then also there are people who go into the shower and then turn on the shower, waiting for the the heater to kick in. Mm-hmm. They don't want to feel the cold water. Yeah. When you do that again, you are wasting water. Mm. So it is important that when you do not need water, don't let it go let running. It go. It's great. That was your money on a Monday morning. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Let's go through your messages that have come in. So many of them. So many of them. Okay, so let me go straight to this one coming in from Maufamo from DRC. And she says that the country is in a mess. The small savings that the population would enjoy to the government uh, has given us terms and conditions on our own investments. Can you imagine that? Now we'll save in a safe instead of taking our money to the banks or these financial institutions is the banks that will suffer good morning this one is coming in from robert inside dodoa and he says good morning team city it is uh, is it possible uh, for 2024 s gracia payment to be paid to the current ministers and you know 
parliamentarians to be paid or postponed mm. in 2030. Imagine if they said ex Russia will not be paid <laughs> yeah, until 2032. Exactly. Because <laughs> no fuel for government. Exactly. Those in fact, that raises the question of, oh, in fact, we'll deal with that later. Well, during my submission, I will, I will have a few things to say about that. <laughs> this one is coming in from Johnny in Community 22. And he says that Nathan and Co, please, I think the government should stop the lies now and tell us the truth. Is there no way to force government to stop the misinformation? Please, let us get serious for once. Um, let me go further down there. This one is coming in from George inside Spintex. And he says, Bernard, why can't the IMF advance its $3 billion now and agree with government sure. to stagger the repayment over the 2027, 2029, 2032, and 2037? Well, IMF, period. The IMF is a business. So. Rather than making bonds <laughs> go through that long IMF my wife and I have a bond due for maturity in January. Mm -hmm. This was supposed to handle school fees for our children for 2023. Uh -huh. Please confirm if this is also going to be affected. The, the are there exemptions for the bonds that are close to maturity? No, the interest. When did you? <coughs> I think they said something about December. Uh, December first. When is it due? Well, it doesn't. It says that well, it says for it's our due for maturity in, in January. That's oh, you are inside the loop. Yeah, that's a maturity so in January, get, you, but it's for payment. Yeah, so in, you, if you get, if you take it in 2023, there's no interest. So you don't get any interest. Zero. Yes, and they're also saying that the principal, no, they will pay it in 2026. Ah, so wait, so ah. this person won't get anything? They will get it, but they'll get it at a different time. But I, I just read for you. Where's where the, where's the, um, where's the thing? Yeah, the principal, no, I'm coming. I want the full one. Okay, while you look for that, the, the principal will be paid in twenty twenty six. Wait, wait. Uh, yes, uh, uh, yes. Let, let me let me let me get that. It's true. I, why? But I went to listening to them, the people. <laughs> no, but you have all the applause. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get it. <laughs> we have deferred to you on this matter. So yes. Uh -huh. So the people say. Let me read that again. Oh. And and for all of you who are listening and are in the same soup with um, the couple who sent in this message, the message says, "Good morning, City CBS team." My wife and I have a bond due for maturity in January. That is just next year. This was supposed to handle school fees for our children for the year 2023. Please confirm if this is also going to be affected. Are there exemptions for bonds that are close to maturity? That's the question that's on the table. Existing domestic <coughs> bonds as of 1st December will be exchanged for a set of four new bonds maturing in 2027. 2029, 2032, and 2037. The annual coupon on all these new bonds will be set at 0% for next year, 5% in 2024, and 10% for 2025 until maturity. Coupon payment will be semi-annual. Coupon is interest. Mm -hmm. Now, the, let me look for that. The principal payment mm -hmm. will be divided. I even wrote this. Give me a minute. The principal payment will not be done next year. Just give me a minute. So according to what I heard, mm -hmm. the principal payment, mm -hmm. the, the amortization structure, 50% mm -hmm. in 2026, 50% in 2027. 2026, for, that is yeah, about so, four years see, from uh, see, the, the thing is grouped into four. Mm -hmm. So group one is the 2027 people. Mm -hmm. That's 17% of all the bonds. Mm -hmm. Second group is 2029 um, group. Mm -hmm. Third group is 2032. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. Paul group is 2037. Mm -hmm. Now, for the 2027 group, the amortization mm -hmm. or the principal payment will be divided into two. Half of it you will get in 2026, mm -hmm. half of it is 2027. Now, the 2029 group, mm -hmm. you also get two payments for your principal. You get one in 2028 and one in 2029. Then the people who get there, the 2032 people, no, mm -hmm. they, they are, their amortization will be done in three equal parts. And then the 2037 people, no, by the time you are the you and Secretary General, <laughs> by that time, God bless you. By that time, they will, they will pay it in five equal parts. Uh -huh. So, Bernard, let's make it very practical. Let's assume that Bernard, the couple so we are person, talking this about... Person. I'm not invest an investment advisor. No, 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 no. what they are saying. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let's assume that they invested 10,000 Ghana CDs. That's yeah. their principal, the principal they invested. Hoping that by 2023, there will be something on it yeah. which they can then use to pay the fees of their daughter who is in one of the international schools or whatever it is. In practical terms, what are you saying about the 10,000 Ghana CDs? And then also the investment uh, interest that he would have gotten as a result of uh, government. Well, my understanding of what they said mm -hmm. is that he will not get any interest next year. Okay. The On the 10,000? Yes. No the interest. earliest he will get an interest is 2025. Okay. And that 2024, 25, that will be 5%. Okay. Then he will start getting 5% interest in 2027. Mm -hmm. 2029, he'll get 10% interest. 2032, 10% interest. 2037 10% interest. The principal, which is the 10,000. Yes, mm -hmm. now you see, the, the, the reason I'm hesitant is that when you, you see that is, is that 10,000, mm -hmm. there, there's a bond price, mm -hmm. so maybe he bought 30 bonds okay. at a certain price. Mm -hmm. Whatever method they use, mm -hmm. now they are saying they are using mark to market. But the point is that the government said the principal payment will be made. They said there will not be a haircut, mm -hmm. so that 10,000 he'll get it back, mm -hmm. but he'll get it in two payments. Mm -hmm. In 2020, in two installments. So if if you are saying for example, your principal is ten thousand, he will get five thousand in 2026, and five thousand in 2027. Okay, but which then the interest? So using okay. your example, he will get five thousand in 2026, five thousand in 2027, and the interest mm -hmm. he will get in 2027 will be five percent. Which also doesn't even account for the inflationary trends that we're seeing because 10,000 invested two years ago with the hope that we make a lot of money so that it grows. So what the minister is saying is that if we get the IMF program, mm -hmm. we get macroeconomic stability, mm -hmm. in, uh, exchange rate stops falling, mm -hmm. inflation rate comes down, interest rates come down. If interest rates and inflation are below 10, you'll get a positive real interest rate that means that that 10 percent that you are going to get in 2030 whatever mm -hmm. is more than the inflation rate so then he's <laughs> basically saying that Challenge. let's bring inflation is now 40 percent let's if, if we, bring we do it the down, imft everything it comes, comes down, down then if inflation is around six or seven percent then that 10 percent i'm giving you you are getting inflation plus so you have okay. obami let's get to that let's speak to professor godfred Bokwin of the um, <laughs> university of ghana let's mm. let's get his thoughts he's an economist at the university of ghana he let's... also has a strong finance background yes, and yes. i think that he will he will, he will try and help where i'm yes. struggling he will okay help us. <laughs> uh, prof good morning welcome to the city breakfast show yes good morning and uh, good morning to your cherished listeners prof thank you uh, so much for your time um initial thoughts on government's um plan to go on this domestic debt um, exchange so much has been said about it last night we heard the finance minister saying that officially this was what government was trying to do in order to you know get its numbers right get its books right in terms of debt so that we can easily yeah um government is now coming um, to the reality um we had said that 
where our debt level had reached, and we were in a deep distress category. And with that, um, fiscal adjustment alone will not be enough to meet an IMF condition for a facility. And that some level of debt restructuring is unavoidable. That will translate to uh, realized investor losses, simply put, haircuts. So the IMF is in town. Time is not on our side. So government needs to initiate some of these measures as quickly as possible. So we'll be able to have uh, a program within the shortest possible time. So this, this um, we are not surprised. If you look at how the market is behaving right now, you will see that the market had already anticipated some level of restructuring and haircuts. And that is why if you went for your money or so, there's some level of uh, uh, discounting yeah. that they, they, they will interpret to me, marking to market. Marking to market because the economic induced volatility in the market, the financial system cannot bear it, and therefore they will pass it on to investors. Because the reason is that um, the financial system is the ultimate um, residual risk claimant of public debt overhang. So how the government manages its public debt has implication for financial market stability because that is a residual claimant of public debt overhang. If government can't pay its debt, they just neutralize it through the system. So what is happening right now is that government is shifting the burden of the debt from the state to the private sector and households. Mm. Govet, when, when you listen to, I don't know if you heard Mr. Akest's audio with the banks, where he was saying that even if we had a balanced budget for the next 10 years, we can't bring, yes, is it, I don't know whether you've seen the modeling or is just government not trying to cut from its side? Because essentially they are saying, as for us, even if we, we, we have a budget surplus, as in, even, even if we live according to our size, it will still not bring the debt to GDP from 105 to even 80. Right. Yes, Have you seen yes. any numbers to prove this or you've taken what, it at face value? We had this understanding long ago. Okay. But now, this is how it works. If your debt reaches an unsustainable level, your first level of adjustment is fiscal, expenditure and revenue and financing mechanism. Government best effort in the 2023 budget is only yielding a primary surplus of 0.7% of GDP. Okay, where we are, in order to crawl back to a sustainable debt level, we need to do a minimum of primary surplus of 8%. And we can only do 0.7. Mm. The difference is translating to over $6 billion. Now, so once fiscal adjustment can only do minimum, then the next level is debt treatment or restructuring. Now, if, if you suspend interest payments across all government instruments, it will not be enough to offset the $6 billion deficit in there. Now, and you can't afford to do debt treatment alone to offset the shortages from the fiscal side. You will collapse the financial system. Look, under the current circumstances, if banks decide to mark to market government financial instruments in their portfolio, it will translate to income losses. Under Basel two and scaling up Basel three, under capital risk-based capital prescription, what it will mean for some of the banks is that they have to top up, bring additional capital in order to meet up with that risk, right? Now, what Bank of Ghana could do, 
what Bank of Ghana could do, perhaps, or some of the regulatory agencies could do, and you heard that in that video, would be to hide part of the capital conservation buffer, right, in order to create room to absorb the adjustment. Other than that, the financial system cannot contain it. So you want to do the simulation and be moderate. Otherwise, you collapse your financial system. So now, if you want to tamper with the level of treatment, then your only option is to extend the years. And that is at some point, they were talking about six years, and they move it to 10 years and beyond. That's what is happening. So let's just see whether there was an alternative, because the impression I get from the banks, the financial institutions, was that this was basically, they just called them and told them. Um, there's a feeling that it wasn't industry-led. There's a feeling that they were not allowed to come up with alternative proposals. So basically, apart from T-bills, all other government debts have been lumped into four new instruments. First one, 2027, 2029, 2032, 2037. I mean, is this the... I mean, couldn't... Are there no other ways of doing this? Because... Look, some of the you've already made reference to some of the people who will be affected. A lot, seventy-five percent of pension funds is government is into government bonds, right? And the law directs so exactly. Insurance companies, a lot of them buy government paper to offset some of their issues. Banks, increasingly, as you said, their their interest income is coming from there. Could um, I'm saying that could you still have done this swap in a different way where you could say? Let's vary the terms. Let's look at the, the years. Let's look at the principal. I mean, what? I, I, then, then you are on your own. You are not on IMF balance sheet. Are you saying that this is the IMF prescription? This one? We, we should not say it's IMF prescription. You want your money. You no, no, I understand program. that. But I'm saying that, the, you see, I'm not saying that don't do a debt restructuring. Yeah. My question is that deciding that you will make the first interest payment in 2025 mm -hmm. and then you break it down to 15 years later it's saying that you will make principal payments in 2026 50 percent 50 percent for the service i mean these are they seem very draconian and drastic there doesn't appear to be a it's differentiation not, even take you to beyond 10 years yeah but no. what i'm saying is that <laughs> are there are there not alternative models that could have been used so for let me give an example okay. if somebody has bought into a collective investment scheme like the data banks fund or the edc fund where over 150,000 people have come together some of these people are indigent people but because the people who manage these funds manage it collectively these individuals will not get the interest because the the collective investment scheme is keen is seen as an institutional investor they won't say buffred yeah. buckwin having bought into m fund or whatever will get his interest so my, my point is that could this not have been done in a way to cater for vulnerable people, pensioners, poor people who have put their future school fees into these things, while still achieving the macroeconomic yeah. objectives? Yeah, we have thought along those lines. You are also trying to be very careful about fairness and equity in the debt operation. We, if you look at the, the proportion of household investment, it's less than 10% and the rest of them, I think that I will lean towards your suggestion. Uh, typically, with this kind of things, it goes with some kind of negotiation and the rest of them. But, you know, government is focusing more on the domestic side now, and the reason is that it's, it's the easiest to do. It's the easiest to do. Okay? So, uh, compared to external debt, government has 
better leverage with the domestic debt. With the domestic debt, because whether we like it or not, some level of regulatory coercion may come into play at some point in time, right? So all the financial institutions, either and regulated by Bank of Ghana, National Insurance Commission, National Pension Regulatory Authority, uh, or Securities and Nation Commission, or something. So that is what government is taking advantage of. And that is why the dynamics may not be the same with external debt. Now, the domestic debt... Hello, Professor Bachman. Hello. I think he, he the, you know, sometimes when you are yeah, driving, the blind spot. Yeah, yeah, so sure let's try and see again because we have a couple more questions for him uh, while we get him back mm. on on the line. So please put him back on. Yes, yeah, so we'll, we'll get him back on. Um, zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Yeah, you're still listening to the City um, Breakfast Show. We'll try and see if we can get yeah. Professor Bokping back on the line. But before that, losing a loved one stops you in your tracks and leaves you shaking. That's why you need Lashibi Funeral Homes and Crematorium. They will make sure that one zero five zero nine five four two four zero nine, 542409 or send an email info at lashibifuneralhomes.com. You can also visit their website, for more info. Homes, dignity for the deceased, comfort for the bereaved. <laughs> And if you've been uh, hustling under the scorching sun, you're tired and thirsty, you need a quick refreshment to quench your thirst, or you just heard the news about the money and you just need a drink to stabilize yourself, <laughs> Coca-Cola, zero sugar, Fanta Sprite, 300 ml, returnable glass bottle, only 2 CD50 pesos. Uh, zero sugar is also 3 CD50, the 300 ml plastic bottle, and your favorite Coca-Cola classic, also in a 300 ml plastic bottle, at a recommended retail price of 350 Coca-Cola, real refreshment for all locations. Coca-Cola, sh- zero sugar. You need to try it first. Mm. All right, let's get back on the line. Professor Bokpin has joined us again. Uh, Prof, apologies, the line dropped. I think you were making a point there. Yeah, so I was saying that if you look at the debt structure and uh, the debt overhang, um, the domestic debt is very key. In terms of interest payment, that is more than 75%. So you could not consider debt restructuring without looking at the domestic debt. Typically, that is also a bit of low-hanging because it's, it's the government has some level of, um, <laughs> um, I don't want to say control, but in terms of regulatory dynamics, right, government has more leverage from that side compared to external debt. External debt could drag, right, could drag. We have the experience of Zambia, particularly with BlackRock, and the rest of them. So some of these negotiations could take a little longer uh, uh, for the external debt. But I think government would want to demonstrate to the fund and so we can get a program within the shortest possible time when we when they focus a bit more on the domestic debt. Right. Of, of course, we are told that the foreign debt will be announced. We are told there will be 30% uh, in, uh, what do you call it, principal cut, and then they may defer interest payment for a few years, but the details will be announced. My two questions for yeah. you is, two, two, question one, I think th- when the president said there'll be no haircuts, I, I feel that it was misleading for two reasons, and I wanted to clarify if I'm right. In the first place, within that same week, when the SEC announced they were going to do mark-to-market instead of amortization, that, mm-hmm. in my, res- my, my humble view, is, is, a, is a haircut. Yeah. That's number one. Number two, the announcement yesterday that was going to defer interest payments over those four periods also included a part where the amortization would be done. Principal payments would be broken into 50% chunks in 2026, 2027. 
you get me? So the yeah. the principal payment will also be paid later. Now, yeah. based on the time value of money, if my principal is going to be paid, if my 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 principal is going to be paid in twenty twenty six in two chunks, and my interest will be five percent. Obviously, that's a haircut. So I'm not sure if yeah. is the president was misled or they are using it as a term of art or do just not, as an English language. Do not let anyone deceive you or your listeners. In finance, any decision that dislocates the investor from the original position or if the present value of the new debt as a new interest rate and as a new maturity is different from the present value of the original debt, that difference is technically called realized investor losses. The street word, the street word for it is haircut. The technical word for it is realized investor losses. So if you pick the old debt at a certain interest rate and at a certain maturity and you discount it, and when what you get is different from the new debt, at a new interest rate, a new maturity, which will certainly be different, is nothing but realized investor losses, and the street word for it is haircut. Let nobody deceive us with jargon. Mm. Mm. So, in terms of this announcement yesterday, what signal do you suppose it will, it will send? Is it drastic enough to convince the fund, at least on, at the staff level, to agree to the deal um what looks very possible now is staff level agreement right before it will go to the imf executive board government will have to demonstrate some level of discussion or commitment also with their investors right about because you see the imf also cares about its reputation and that is why they want to come in and they, they demonstrate that they, 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 they stepped in and the worst and the worst scenario that this is the result they were able to achieve because the IMF reputation some way somehow was tampered with under the 16th IMF program that we implemented from 2015 to 2019. Why are we saying so? Because when Ghana made that application, the call on April 6, 2014, we had judged our debt to be at the high risk of debt distress category. We exited that program without solving our debt sustainability issue. So Ghana exited the system IMF program still being classified as, as a high risk of debt distress category. High risk is not the same as your debt distress, your high risk of it. But right now, and, and because we could not, that was a negative for the IMF. Now we are in a deep debt distress category. So, and that is why this, this time round, our engagement with IMF is entailing some form of debt restructuring. And again, that happened from uh, the uh, August 2014. Because at that time, our debt was not uh, unsustainable as we have it right now. So that was a bit faster to negotiate. But now, where we are requires some level of debt restructuring in order to to meet a condition for an IMF program. So so you have to do that. These are things. Look, Bernard, the failure on the part of government to have realized this two years ago is what worries me. Obviously. I, I, the data was... 
the data was clear and a lot of you predicted this was going to happen my, my, my other question for you though is that when we take your textbooks and you are talking about investment you people usually tell us that government bonds are usually risk-free because ah, government will go. pay and all of that don't you think we should, we should cut those pages in fact i have one book here professor joshua about financial market institutions page 301 risk of bonds interest risk risk uh, inflation risk liquidity risk when it comes to default risk it says government bonds are usually risk-free because the government may not default on its bond governments are expected to pay and may be capable of raising funds from taxation to meet bond obligations and when necessary do you think it's time people like you and I, Babo and Co started rewriting your notes in your textbooks and what you teach us in school because of what is happening? Well, I may not be able to comment specifically on the textbook you have referred to, but the understanding is that, in theory, there is no risk-free instrument, Bernard. It only exists in, a, in theory. For lack of it, we use government bills only as a surrogate. For lack of faith, there is no risk-free instrument anywhere in the world. It only exists in theory. But for lack of faith, we use government bills as a surrogate, approximate of that one. So, so that is where, but typically, when we say so, we, we, the understanding is that if it gets to the worst scenario, government will be able to print CDs and pay down on its debt, right? And when they do so, when they do so, they are actually neutralizing or they are shifting the burden of the debt from the state to the citizens. Mm. All, right. The All right. Government decides through the central bank to print more CDs to pay down on its debt. There will be inflationary expectation. That jump in inflation in itself constitutes it's effectively a form of taxation on your income. It's another day, another way of paying down on it debt. Now, because of where inflation is, that won't be an option. And and part of monetizing the deficit by Bank of Ghana is also contributing to some level of in, inflationary expectation. That's how inflationary expectation now has, uh, 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 is becoming entrenched. And infla inflation has broadened across food and non-food inflation, undermining the credibility built around Bank of Ghana's uh, short-term price stability objective. There's a higher price we have to pay to get out of this. This, I feel for Ghana, is unfortunate. We are look where Ghana is going through this when, at a time when we are moving deeper into the implementation of the African continental free trade. This mm. is sad for private sector. All right, Professor Bokmin, thank you so, so much for your time. That was Professor Godfrey Bokmin, an economist at the University of Ghana. Yeah. So, yeah, he's giving us a bit more yeah. clarity yeah. there. Better let me come to you again on. So this on social media, yeah. there is a lot of confusion about who an individual investor is. So, for instance, Kenny Rayner says you are misinforming the public. Yeah, yeah that's what he's saying. Why? According to him, uh -huh. uh, let me just read his message. Uh -huh. He says the miseducation is scary <clears throat> on Breakfast Show. I really hope they refer to an expert to break it down for investors. So I'm asking which part exactly. He says most parts, especially the part where you're telling an individual investor that you get his investment return in 2026, when you have read on end that an individual investor that when you have read on end that individual investors won't be affected well you see i think that he, what we need to do is to relax oh, because when you say an individual investor what does it mean exactly which is what she because there's when the, the, the law is very clear when they no, when they talk of institutional investor and in, i mean i i found out before i came on air 
what I am told is that an individual investor eh, is a natural person registered at the central depository CSD, CSD yeah. security depository with a CSD number. And the person who sent the message, if you've gone to buy uh, into a collective investment scheme, if they bought it in your name and you have your CSD number, then you are exempt. In fact, Bryce Simmons wrote something this morning. He sent it to me around midnight. So maybe let me read it to help. We are all learning. So let's not make it look like <laughs> he says people are confused about Ghana's finance minister's statement that the individual bondholders will not suffer any losses as a result of Ghana's, unannou Ghana's announced default. They should, they should be. Right? He says they should be confused. Because unless you are very rich and or sophisticated, you most likely don't have an account on Ghana fixed income market to trade bonds. That's the secondary market. Which is exactly the point I'm making directly or a personal broker to buy for your personal portfolio yes all right rather you so that's what i'm saying that wealthy individuals yeah, are the ones being protected because mm. ordinary poor people go into collective investment schemes because you don't have money to go and tell mr whatever his name is to now go and re register you and buy the bond for you if you go if you like go and look in their books and see how many of their customers have been registered as individual investors okay let me go on with what he wrote they should be. They should be confused. Unless you are very rich and or sophisticated, you most likely don't have an account on the Ghana fixed income market to trade bonds directly or a personal broker to buy for your personal portfolio. Yeah. Rather, you buy products from fund managers who create such products from these bonds. They do the buying, not you. you. So it's done on your behalf. And so they are institutional investors. Yeah. That's how I... And, and let, that's what I'm saying. The minister can come and clarify and say, individual investor means that even collective investment schemes where individuals have brought their money together, the individual investor, no. if that's the issue, then it goes on. We can get an idea of the losses in aggregate. Then he goes on to do a weighted average to maturity for the domestic bond. I said this earlier. It's about 3.5 years. The weighted average interest is about 20%. These are being this is a different discussion. So I am saying that based on my checks, when you say an individual investors are not affected, it is not a blanket term to mean that this person who sends, sends a the message is not it depends on whether the classification of that mm -hmm. person's net worth. Now whether the person had the bond bought directly in their name and they are customers like that, but how many are they? Majority look, there are mutual funds in Ghana with almost one fifty thousand members. Okay, they don't go with their individual names to, to, to uh, what do you call it, um, the uh, Ghana fixed income market. They buy it and they put all of us in it. That's why they, they, they balance it with different things. So for me, maybe the finance minister should come out and write a press statement to clarify. Because in fact, when you listen to the voice that originally came out, there was no even mention of individual investors are protected. That appears to even be an afterthought. Because it was it was contained in the finance minister's speech, but when you listen to the original audio in the discussion with the the the, 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 the it it was not no. mentioned when when the man gave all the breakdown. He didn't say that. Yeah, Professor Babati says you're right. So whoever that person is, to maybe he can also check. But I me, mean, I think we should check. And, and, and for me, it's important because once there is lack of clarity, the actions become problematic. So mm -hmm. I think there there can be a follow-up press release to say following the announcement here are a few more clarifications individual investors means this 
and that mm. and that. Okay, but me, I checked before I came on air, uh -huh. and this is what and I have been reliably told that you are a natural person with a CSD number. If you have that, you are protected. Yeah. You are protected. If not, you are maybe this person sending the message is maybe has one. Uh -huh. uh, maybe he has a CSD. So you are like yes. someone's high and, net worth and, anyway. And, 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 so Kenny Rain, I hope your question is answered. Maybe you are protected. Uh -huh. I wish you were. Yes. Uh, and and better <laughs> just just to an explanation. I also got mm -hmm. core based what you're saying that. Yeah. The point is what i was told was that see government cannot penetrate the veil of some company to find out ah, the godfather has one bernard has one i have one you have one all those people who are institutionalized like your other all those people they are in a different class the individual investor is a completely different thing mm -hmm. 0549986996 this is still the city breakfast show Heritage Christian College is at Amasaman behind the Olympic Stadium. They are affiliated to KNUST, accredited by GTEC. And they have BBA programs, BSc Information Technology, Bachelor of Theology, tutorials for professional programs, media and IT short courses. You can call them on 0547-777-731 or 0202-298-399. They have a 50% tuition waiver for all January 2023 fresh students. Heritage Christian College offering world-class university education and training compassionate entrepreneurial leaders. Askia Immigration Consulting Services is committed to being your source of info, personal advice, and authorized rep in all your immigration matters for Canada. They are the um, one airport square, airport city, adjacent holiday uh, in hotel. You can uh, call them on 0506012289 or 0241 or 0595449054 or send an email welcome at askiamigration.com. Askia Immigration Consulting Services, the joy of greatness for your journey to Canada. Are you ready to party? We are changing the situation on December 24 this year with the biggest outdoor party in Accra, the 2022 edition of the Situation Outdoor Party. Come and enjoy great music from the Chin Chin Band, Prayer, and Aquaboa. Call 0205-973-973 or 0558-973-973 to book a table and to get more info. It's the all-white party. Situation Outdoor Party is, is part of the Beyond the Return event championed by the Ghana Tourism Authority and is supported by City FM and Ghana Weekend empowered by City TV. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we've got more for you. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Welcome back. This is still the City Breakfast Show. Sending your comments on 0549-986-996. Now, Alti Homes is a real estate company with various properties. Tell Yarifa, you mentioned you'd be another preferred location. We also have available two and three bedroom houses at OEB behind Valley View University for selling a gated community. 
Locate RT Homes at Oyai for Ghana flag. Call us on 0244-692-857 or 0246-102514 or visit rthomeplanners.construction at yahoo.com. The Ghana Revenue Authority wishes to inform the public that effective October 1, 2022, persons wishing to apply for tax clearance certificates should do so online via taxpayersportal.com or download the Ghana Taxpayers app on the Google Play Store or the App Store. Applicants who visit our taxpayer service centers will be assisted by officers of the authority to apply. You can call the GRA toll-free on 0800-900-110 or get to them via WhatsApp number 0552-990-000 or 0200-631-664 or send an email to info at gra.gov.gh for further inquiries or visit uh, www.gra.gov.gh for more info. Nine eighteen. You're still listening to the breakfast show. We'll, we'll get back to all this talk of all of that in a second. But let's switch track slightly. Let's switch track slightly. I have some good friends from Etel Tigo and the International Sickle Cell Center. Talk about Etel Tigo and Sickle Cell and how the two things are related. I know they sound very random, but they are very very related. I have Nancy Asosiedu Amrado. Um, she's the head of brands and communications at Airtel Tigo. Okay. And I also have Dr. Mary Anson. Okay. Founder and CEO of the International Sickle Cell Center. And I've got Gloria Saki. She's a staff of Airtel Tigo. Ladies, good morning. Welcome to the City Breakfast Show. Good morning. Good morning. I trust we are fine. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Let's start off with Etel Tigo touching lives. Nancy, I get it. I can start with you. Yes, okay. wonderful. So tell us a bit more about Etel Tigo touching lives and what it's all about. Thank you so much. So Etel Tigo touching lives is a flagship CSR initiative. Um, it touches on health, education, and social, I mean, well-being or general well-being of Ghanaians. Mm-hmm. It is our aim that we use this program to touch many lives. So we're looking at touching lives from different angles. Okay. And this year we've done a lot with the TB3 GMB Queens. Okay. Starting with the Safwa Foundation. What we did was to partner with her mm-hmm. for all her prisons projects. I see. Um, with Dr. Settle. So she is also looking at mental health awareness mm. and we've been with her throughout her journey. Um, same with Wedaga Foundation. She has been looking at menstrual and reproductive um, health or education. Mm. So essentially, Etel Tigo is here to touch lives of many. Okay. But this particular one, which is Etel Tigo Touching Life, Circle Cell Edition, mm-hmm. is looking at partnering with Dr. Mary Anson's um, um, International Circle Cell um, Center. Center. So what she and us have agreed and are aligned on doing is to 
create awareness about sickle cell. Mm. Let Ghanaians know what okay. sickle cell is. Once they have the full understanding of what it is, then we can look at how best we can manage the disease in the country. Okay. Um, she can talk to us um, about the data we have discovered. Mm. But looks like sickle cell is predominant in the country. Okay. So if it is predominant in the country, then there is the need for us to ensure we educate ourselves, understand it, and make an impact. Mm. So that's what um, it's all about. Great. Um, Doc, I think it's, it's, it's a great time to bring you in. You know, mm. She mentioned... Just give us, paint the picture for us. A lot of people, you know, go through, they have that sickle mm. cell, that kind of thing. But people may not know how serious it is, what exactly it is, and the kind of numbers we are looking at in the country. So maybe you can paint that picture for us uh, to start with. Okay, I think I'll start by asking you if you know your genotype, your I sickle do. cell. You do. do yeah. That's great, because a lot of <laughs> Ghanaians do not yeah, know their genotype. And I don't really blame them because we don't have um, newborn screening and population screening to know people's um, genotype. Currently, mm. the newborns who are being screened is because they've been enrolled in a research that's going on and so more than 90 percent of children born in ghana are still not being screened for their sickle cell genotype wow. but the data says that's one in three ghanaians have the sickle cell trait one or, in three yes so if wow. you have so if i take 10 groups of three every one to every one of three will have the will sickle have. cell trait as or ac or even the disease Okay, so that's how high it is. And each year we have up to 18,000 children or more being born with sickle cell disease in Ghana. Mm. And that's a lot of babies. So wow. we are in December now. You can imagine from January up until now, we've had at least 18,000 children born with sickle cell disease. Wow. <laughs> okay, so just, okay, what does it mean if you are born? With, what, what does it mean? Um, I know we all know someone who has sickle cell yeah. disease um, it comes with um, it can come with many issues okay everyone experiences it differently mm -hmm. some people have the severe form others have a milder form but then generally with sickle cell disease pain is the commonest complication pain, pain wow. like no one likes to be in pain <laughs> yeah, but, and some describe the pain like a patient told me that it was she felt like a hammer was being hit on her back repeatedly and another patient also said she felt like a sword was um sword or something was taken to cut off her hand and that's how painful people describe it and sometimes the pain can be so severe that you can't do anything and some people wish to die when they are experiencing that pain you can have um, low blood levels which we call anemia mm. you can be jaundiced so if you see anyone who has yellow eyes which is jaundice um i think not in a stigmatizing way but in a nice way you can find out if they know what the cause is if they don't they can okay. test for their sickle cell genotype because it's one of the commonest causes of jaundice especially in our part of the world. There are other causes of jaundice, but sickle cell is one. And there are other complications. Sickle cell can affect the body from head to toe. You can have stroke, kidney mm -hmm. failure, heart attack, and the spleen can become either so big that it has to be taken out or it will become so small that it's like a surgery has been done to take it out. Wow. And it's called autosplenectomy. So there are so many complications of sickle cell disease. But then we know that the financial burden... Yeah. 
the economic the effects on families some people have lost their families they've lost them some others have lost their jobs and some children have had to drop out of school either because of stigma or they're repetitive like being repeated in mm -hmm. class so much mm -hmm. and the financial burden it's had on their families they've had to drop out of school and then there are like the burden of sickle cell disease is great so when you know your sickle cell genotype, that way you are able to make informed decisions ahead of time to protect your children from going through pain, as well as all the core meninis and other things it comes with. <laughs> Great. Um, let me let me bring Gloria. Gloria, you've been quiet. Gloria works with Ethel Tigo, and she uh, she has a trait of sickle cell. Um, tell us about your experience, how you manage it, how you live with it on a daily, and and what it's been like for you. Um. It's, it's, it hasn't been that bad for me. I see. Yes. I was, it was just when I was growing up, mm -hmm. yeah, that probably once in a while I could get um, knee pain, mm -hmm. pain in my knee, mm -hmm. probably. My arm hasn't been, I've not really had that. But then, um, I, I didn't really know what it was. My, I think mm -hmm. my mom also didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. So it was up until later. I I had to do a blood test and then I found out. I so I knew that was why I was sometimes falling sick here okay. and there. Okay. Yes. And I think um after that I just knew how to take care of myself. Okay. I just knew I had to take more folic acid, I had to drink more water, yes, and eat eat good. I see. Yes. Interesting. So it was it was when you did the test that you got to know yes that i got to know this was it mm. yes. was it a surprise to you and, and to everybody no it you? wasn't it, it wasn't, wasn't. yes yes that, that's wonderful i mean you you look good <laughs> and i'm Thank sure you're you. taking care of yourself um nancy let me get back to you let's talk about what you want to achieve from from all of this what's the end game you know okay. as, you, as you are going down this particular peculiar route of raising awareness on sickle cell and all of that so just like our CSR theme, we're looking at touching lives positively, making an impact. Um, we want people to understand what the disease is. So once you get to know, then definitely, like Gloria mentioned, she's able to take care of herself. Mm. The end goal is for everybody to be healthy. So we are driving this awareness and like we are shedding more light on it. To make it easier, we're looking at having videos, audios, digital flyers okay. to educate Ghanaians. So we are talking about topics like the basics of sickle cell. Mm. So this is where Dr. Mary and other experts are seen in the video, giving us more information about sickle cell. I see. There's another topic that says sickle cell in the workplace. Mm. So we have Gloria here. She works with us. She will know how to manage herself and be able to balance her life with work. Okay. Employers will also know how to accommodate people living with sickle cell. Mm. We're also talking about topics like sickle cell disease and mental health. Mm. Dr. Mary was talking about, even right now, talking about how this can really be a big deal yeah. for the family. You are losing a lot of um, money, spending so much on this disease. How is the feeling like in the house? Um, sickle cell blood donation. Mm -hmm. And then 
social management of sickle cell. Okay. So we have a lot of educational materials coming up. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be on TV. I was just about to ask you how people can, can access that. Yeah. So it's going to be on TV. We're playing radio audios from Dr. Mary herself. We also have digital flyers where she's giving tips on sickle cell under these various topics. Mm. So um, I think people should look out for it. And then follow us on social media also yeah. to learn more. Okay, more. I see. You're on Twitter, you're on YouTube, you're on Instagram. You're, you're everywhere, really, at Airtel Tigo Ghana. Exactly. On, on all the platforms. Yeah. Great. Um, final words from you and, and, and from Doc as we, as we wrap it up. Um, so um, I think first of all I want to say that having the sickle cell trait does not mean that you have the disease so people should not be scared when they are told they have the sickle cell trait AS or they are AC all that means is that they should go and um, run, they, they should know their reproductive decisions that they will take to protect their future children and mm, okay. usually those who have the traits do not have any symptoms only a few people mm. research has shown has symptoms mm. like Gloria described mm -hmm. yes and then for me I'd say that um, if you want to support the International Sickle Cell Center because it's an NGO you can support us by reaching us on our website ICC dot www.icc.international or our social media platforms mm -hmm. we are also everywhere it's ICC <laughs> Ghana and you can also support this initiative on our short code star 887 star 2 star with the code ICC yes great great um, Nancy final words okay great so when you hear Etel to go it's all about innovation mm -hmm. and it's all about being differentiated in the market if you really follow us, you realize that everything we bring out there is distinct. It's so innovative. This is an innovative one as well. But before I leave, I want Ghanaians to note that the ESIM that we have all been anticipating ah, for is finally here. I see. So if you just want to know if your phone is compatible, you just dial star hash zero six hash. Okay star hash zero six hash mm -hmm. and if you get to see in the barcode eid then it means that yes you can be on eSIM. Mm. so please if you are having any high-end phone like the iphones um the new google pixels <laughs> <laughs> i mean those ones the high-end samsung phones just visit any airtel to go shop mm. and get connected with eSIM. thank you very much thank you wonderful so you heard it here first, the Airtel Tigo Touching Live Sickle Cell Edition. So be on the lookout, you hear all kinds of amazing tips, amazing videos, live stories like, you know, that of Gloria. Just so you know that, look, if you have that trait, it's not a death sentence, you'll be fine. So I was speaking to Nancy Asoesiedu Amarado. She's head of brands and communication at Airtel Tigo. We also had Dr. Mary Anson, founder and CEO of International Sickle Cell Center, and Gloria Saki. She works at Airtel Tigo. And they've been talking to me and all of us about the Airtel Tigo Touching Life Sickle Cell Edition. Ladies, thank you so much for coming and all the best. Thank you. Thank right. you.
34 still listening to the city breakfast show all right up next we have uh, enterprise life your thoughts and comments 0549-986-996 I'll be speaking to uh, Phyllis Wood Nate she's a group head communications and synergies at Enterprise Life and uh, we'll talk about their latest CSO project they did some great work at the Ankafo Mental Hospital in the central region and uh, yeah let's 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 get into that interview Welcome back. There's still the City Breakfast Show on the line. I have um, Madam Phyllis Woodnaughty. She's Group Head Communications and Synergies at Enterprise Life. And they've been doing something great um, in terms of their CSR. So let me find out what exactly they've been doing and hear some of these wonderful things that the Enterprise Group has been up to. Um, Madam Phyllis Woodnaughty, good morning. Welcome to the City Breakfast Show. Good morning and good morning to all our listeners. Thank you. Thank thank you so much for your time. I mean, usually we'd hear enterprise talking about financial risk management and all, but I see that you are very big on corporate social responsibility and that kind of thing. First of all, let's talk about how business has been for the year. Then we get into all the wonderful things you're doing in terms of uh, CSR. So, well, um, I think I speak for most businesses in Ghana this year when I say that the environment has been um, quite challenging, but we are undeterred as a business. You know, we have very dedicated staff and very hardworking, so we continue to strive. Our aim is to deliver, uh, is to serve our customers in an exemplary manner, and so we continue striving. We're believing that things will get better. Great. I, I see you're focusing a lot on health and education for your CSR. What's the inspiration behind the focus on these two areas? 
Okay. So um, our focus actually is, is not just on health and and education and the education we're actually particularly interested in financial literacy and then we also do um under we also focus on underprivileged children and of course philanthropy and the reason behind all of this is that as a company we've always known and believed in the need to give back to our community but looking at the wide range of needs especially in this part of the world we realized very early on that we needed to narrow our focus and choose a few areas to concentrate on Otherwise, we would spread ourselves so thinly that we wouldn't be able to make any meaningful impact. So in deciding which areas to focus on, we use an inclusive approach, getting feedback from, our, uh, from a cross-section of our stakeholders. In the end, the consensus was for us to focus on health, financial literacy, as we said, um, community development and philanthropy, and then underprivileged children as well. Um, this is because we feel these are closely aligned to our business drivers and were widely viewed as the areas in which enterprise can make the most impact. Wonderful. Um, how, how are the CSR projects being funded? So um, our funding generally is activity-based. And I'm saying so because there are, there have been times, many times in the past, where we've gone in and taken a project and decided that, okay, this is we're going to spend, say, one million cities on this project. And as we go along, we realize that there are so many other uh, bits of the project that we need to be able to tackle to give it, uh, to make it more impact. And so we end up spending considerably more than what we originally uh, earmarked. So the short answer to your your question is that generally our funding is project-based. It varies from project to project mm. and what we decide to, to, to focus on. Okay. Uh, tell me, I mean, is, is uh, Ankafu your biggest health project so far? Okay. So even though Ankafu is the latest project with a spend of about $2 million, it's actually not the largest. We've had other significant interventions in the in the recent past. For example, a year ago, we commissioned a three-story classroom block for the Bishop's Mixed GHS School at the on the High Street in Accra, and that cost us about two point five million. It included, mm. you know, toilets, infirmary, offices, and then and then furniture. Okay. So it was, you know, ended up. And then we've done many other things in the past. You know, our intervention during the COVID pandemic, for example, um, we even provided insurance cover worth two billion. We've had other things that we've uh, we've been involved in. There was a construction of the maternity unit uh, under the initiative of the first lady uh, mm. we donated a cash amount i think it was about hundred thousand but we also did inf provided insurance cover to the tune of i think it was over eight million for the mm, project okay. itself so if this is not the largest it's the most recent but we we have done many things in the past yes. great great C yes. can you give us some details on 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 the ankafu project in terms of course what what are some of the things that come with with this project okay so uh, let me first of all explain that it's not the whole of Ankafor okay. uh, Psychiatric Hospital, okay. right? It is the male ward. So the male ward for the Ankafor Psychiatric Hospital had not seen any major facelift. I think the substance is establishment in 1965 or so. Mm. So they approached us. They, they told us that uh, the state in which it was, it couldn't deliver the required standard of healthcare to its patients. Okay. So they appealed to Enterprise for help. And, you know, we are made up of a number of subsidiaries. So Enterprise 
enterprise insurance, enterprise life, enterprise trustees, enterprise properties, transitions, and then Acacia Health Insurance. We all came together and then we sponsored the refurbishment. And as I said, it cost roughly 2.1, 2.2 million. Mm, and it included okay. um, a block of block houses for, uh, sorry, it included six wards, a pantry, a dining area, treatment room, two nurses stations. We rehabilitated all the bathrooms and the showers and a few other auxiliary rooms as well. Mm, wonderful. You mentioned a few other of your CSR projects. Let's talk about the impact that this one that you've done, some of the ones you've mentioned, and even the ones that you haven't mentioned, the impact all, that all these projects have, have made so far in, in society. Okay. So from where we sit and the interactions that we have with our beneficiaries, we have every reason to believe that the, our projects so far have been very impactful. And it starts from the way uh, through which we choose our products, uh, our projects. We don't just, uh, it's not just a random choice, but we use the need-based approach, the same way through which we sell our, our insurance and patient solutions. Mm. We find out what the needs are. So before we go in, we know that this is going to to address a particular need. Okay. So um, we go in, and then, as I said, whether it's just a school, a community, whatever it is, at the end of it, we go back and see um, how the the project, first of all, is being maintained and the service, the level of service that is able to deliver. So we did, for example, um, if, if we look at what we've done in the recent past, that has to do with the um, 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 incubators that we've su supplied okay. to neonatal uh, uh, centers. You okay. go and you see the fact that through your intervention, the lives of these children have been saved. Because if the baby is premature and they need an incubator, nothing else, I guess, can can, can substitute. So you, you see how impactful the efforts are, are uh, how how impactful your activities or your projects uh, are on the community. And it's a very nice and warm feeling. Great. Uh, finally, what, what should we expect from the enterprise group going forward or, or looking ahead? <laughs> okay, so for enterprise, we talk about delivering an advantage. Uh, in fact, our mission says that we'll provide all who come into contact with us their desired advantage because we are the best at what we do. Now, this desired advantage, we don't just limit it to our customers and our shareholders, but we want to extend it to the whole of society. And we do so by identifying key areas of need in line with our CSI objectives so that we can support accordingly. So I think it's fair to say that we can expect to see us doing more of the same that we've been doing with the support, of course, of our customers and our stakeholders. We intend to continue to make a powerful impact in our community. All right. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. And uh, all the best to Enterprise as you, as you take on a lot more of these projects to help society. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nathan. All right. So, listeners, listeners so that was um, Madame Phyllis Wood Nati, Group Head Communications and Synergies. And she is with the Enterprise Group. And she's been telling us all the wonderful things they've been doing, of course, including the most recent project they did at the Ankafo Psychiatric Hospital. There's still the City Breakfast Show. We'll take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. 
Breakfast City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. This is still the City Breakfast Show. We are crossing over to the Ministry of Information uh, for a live press briefing on the launch of Ghana's domestic debt exchange program. Similar to 2032, that will be paid in three equal installments because the Honorable Minister mentioned 